damn, I'm going to get a cut tomorrow. Yeah, you Fuck need to. You're looking dude. bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at dude's cut like, damn, I need to get a yeah, cut. Yeah. <laughs> you looking rough, bro. Back, back though. I had to get the do-rag off because my <laughs> shit was looking just like that for weeks, bro. Like uh, this quarantine shit. Oh, no, I was looking dude, horrible. Bro. Like I was looking, uh, like I think I was the worst looking out of us last week. My my uh, my motivation to get a haircut is gone because don't be nobody outside, bro. And uh, wait, effect, bro. and can we be honest? Oh, even Let's be honest. When you went to the barbershop, shop, just like when I did, I walk in with my mask on. Anybody else wearing a mask in the barbershop? shop? Yeah, I walk yeah, in with they, my mask. They, on. They're not playing at my barber. Oh well, bro. see, I wish yeah. I had. I wish I had your barbershop type rules. Nigga, they, my barbershop, no one with a mask. Oh, nah, you got me fucked up, bro. You got me fucked up. I will walk the fuck out. And the and the barber, bro, he as a barber, you gotta be way too close to a nigga. Right. My barber, I said my barber never even took his mask off. Look, I love my barber. I'm not snitching on him. If you listen to the pod, you already know it's good, but. That shit happened. <laughs> like, nah, no man. I'd be like, oh, y'all on that kind of time? I, right. I'm out. This nigga, this nigga done came in physical contact with 200 niggas in a week. Right. <laughs> you wanna be all in my face and shit with no mask? Nah, bro. no, sir. No, no mask. mask. And, and, and the thing is, it's like, if they're not wearing a mask, then what's the point of me wearing one? Because the mask doesn't protect me. The mask is protecting me from them. So it's right. like, yeah. what, are, what are we doing here? Bro, and it's, it's crazy because, at my barber shop, they got like it's etched in the glass. They got a picture of a nigga <laughs> face with a mask, and they say "no mask, no service." <laughs> and you go in that bitch, and there's only like four chairs to sit down, and they in each corner of the. See, that's fire, y'all that's care. How you're supposed to do it. That's called caring. That's what that and, is. And, and bro, pretty much, if them four chairs is full, you shit out of luck. You gotta <laughs> set an appointment, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do y'all still walk in at a barber shop? There's no way. Like in 2020, there's niggas no way. Do. I don't, but niggas do. I know niggas do, but like they would be, they would have to be waiting there. Like let's say they got there at 12, they wouldn't get a cut till like six. Yeah, it's, yeah. there's no way. Yeah, especially I, at the barber shop. No niggas are still doing that. I, I figured in cities like Vegas and shit like that, because I know in New York niggas still walking into the barber shop, but but that's because there's probably like 60 million barber shops. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's but what like, I'm saying. Like bigger cities, I get that, but but at least, but nah, but I bet if you have your own person though. He probably booked up. Oh, yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, that's that's why I shot. Cause like, bro, if I try to walk into a barbershop in Lafayette, I'm not getting cut for, yeah. to, for like all day. Yeah, no. You'll be lucky for four hours. If you that's what I'm, in four hours, you'll be lucky, my nigga. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. It's like I tried that shit like before the pandemic. And I went to, cause my shout out, to, I'm not gonna say his name because I already I was talking shit on his barbershop, but like, but he know who he is. Shout out my nigga. Uh, fucking, I went to, what was that place on, by, uh, uh, fuck, by Zorba's, Brooklyn on Pinhook. That barbershop that's in the corner, you know, on Pinhook by Zorba's, and they got that meshes, and they got that daiquiri store, and then it's in the, it's in that corner. Whatever. This is some Lafayette shit. For the people that don't even live in Lafayette, they don't give a fuck. I went to that barbershop, bro, they, and it literally, I sat down there at maybe, like, three o'clock. My girlfriend said, why the fuck are you still there? Yeah, why, why haven't, haven't you left? left? It's, it's eight o'clock. It's eight o'clock, still no cut. I was there at three. And then it was like, oh, they still got two more in front of me. I was like, nah, dog, I'm gone. But I, I felt played because I waited there all day. I would have felt like, played too, nigga. Five hours, damn. Nigga, if bro. I commit to five hours, you going to cut me, bro. That's a fact, <laughs> dude. That's a fucking me. fact. I was just getting yeah, shitted on, bro. Shift at that's work. what I'm saying, <laughs> no, but, dude, I wanted to wait. 
I'm just getting shitted on by my mama, my girl. They blowing up my phone because I was we been supposed to go to my mama's house. It was just some big shit. So it was just like, damn. Bro, honestly, bro, I think at the two hour mark, I'd have been in it for good. We we all the way committed at the two hours. <laughs> you gonna cut me, my nigga. <laughs> Fuck that. Ian says he loves our cold open, so that was a cold open, but I think it's time I can introduce the pod. This is the Brosy Thick Podcast. My name is Lennon Burton, a.k.a. Young Boy Dewitz, a.k.a. The People's Champ, a.k.a. Beard Gang, Fresh Cut Gang, Icy Main, My Light is Flickering Gang. This is episode 165, and I'm joined by my co-host as always. To my left, we got Mr. Doom, and at the bottom this week, we got Brooklyn. How y'all, how y'all doing, fellas? I'm good, man. Chilling. Same, 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 bro. You same know that day, another dollar, baby. Yeah, facts, facts. I'm trying to remember what happened in the span of last podcast and this one. And I, and I was going to say the debate, but that was the last one. I remember what happened for this one. Yo, that nigga Trump got COVID. Facts, bro. <laughs> they said mask off. <laughs> Fuck it. Do that shit. He's infected. His whole fuck. staff. He don't give no fucks. That nigga, fuck, that nigga got off a plane like an Avenger, took off the mask. It was in front of the White House saying, <sighs> can't breathe. Be calm, nigga. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> 19 people on his staff, bro. 19 people. That nigga clowning, bro. But then, then like he say, he was in there for a weekend and now it's over with. And what he felt better than he did in 20 years. Nigga said he got his spring back. Nigga said he felt like Stella. He got his groove back, dude. either one of two things. Either he never had it, and he was just lying. Or that nigga doing bad. <laughs> nah, bro, they pumped him full of drugs. They said they gave this nigga three steroid shots. Of course you feel like you're 20 years younger, Well, well look, I'm, I'm just saying, when, when them drugs wear off, or if he's taking these experimental drugs, that's not going to be good for that man's long-term health. That man it's is not, old, man. <laughs> he uh, either he capping or he like like Brooklyn said he doing fucking bad, bro. I, I think <laughs> I, he doing something, something in the in the story is cap. Sure. Yeah, they got fact, bro. A, a seventy four year old man in the shape of Donald fucking Trump <laughs> beat this deadly ass virus in two days and just shook back. Now he on TV talking about I'm good. <laughs> And it's 20-year-old niggas that's in the gym every day dying from this shit. It ain't no way, Does bro. this nigga think we boo the fool? Like, two, like Doom said, two days? Like, this nigga pop up in two days. Like, what is he, a super soldier? Did they give him the Captain America serum? What's up with this nigga, dog? That's crazy. And then, this, this nigga was in Walter Reed, bro. And, like, just for people who never was in the military, that's a military hospital. I can guarantee you, I don't give a fuck if you're the president of the United States. It ain't nobody in that motherfucker equipped to do anything <laughs> fire. Them military doctors is ass, bro. That's a fact, bro. Them niggas gave that nigga ibuprofen and told him, nigga, you gonna shake back. I shot his ass up full of morphine. I he, was, he was on something. Oh, shit. That shit was hilarious. All the memes about, like, the Simpsons ain't led us astray. And look, I said on Facebook, I'm not wishing death on nobody. But let me just say this to the people that are wishing death. I'm not mad at y'all, because look, That's a Trump fact. made fun of handicapped people. Trump made fun of mentally ill people. Trump did, <gasps> I can't breathe, making fun of a woman with pneumonia. Trump made fun of multiple women, multiple black people, multiple homosexuals. So like, get it how you live, partner. That's karma, dog. Like, I'm not mad at nobody who making fun of that nigga, dog. Do y'all think, get y'all jokes off. That's a fact, bro. And like you said, I ain't wishing that on him. 
No, that, I'm not if doing it that. Happen, if it happened, if it happened, I'm not gonna I, cry. I'm gonna say, <laughs> if, obviously, if it if it happened, God wanted it to take somebody at that moment, and I'll be glad it was him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And look, Fuck I'm that. not turning on the TV to watch his funeral neither. <laughs> That's a fact. Fuck like that. this, it's a fact. not like James Brown or uh, Michael Jack. You mean, bro? James Brown funeral seemed like that shit lasted for two weeks, bro. They was bro, no, no, bro, no bullshit. I remember that shit, bro. I just James remember Brown? being young, and my mama was like, "Why did they carry him from New York to California?" Bro, I was in New York, and you can ask anybody, my nigga. You couldn't go to Harlem for like three days, my nigga. For three days, it was body to body trying to get off the train at 125th Street. I'm like, y'all wildin', bro. Y'all wildin'. And, bro, on a regular day, the Apollo is dead ass. Like, you can see Tumbleweed go by the Apollo on a regular day, my nigga. I'm like, James Brown need to go and get in yeah. the grave. Y'all wildin' there's, there's, now. There's wildin'. Oh. Another one for the white listeners, they was wildin' with Ronald Reagan, too. They carried that nigga. <laughs> it was in, like, seven states. I'm like, yo, he got to stay. He got to yeah. stay. He was everywhere. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> Spraying Febreze on this nigga wherever he go. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> we get, look, shit. not a lot of shit happened this week, ladies and gentlemen, but we will get these jokes off. But I will say, big music week. Big, big music week. Uh, let me just start off because we're going to talk about the Bryson album, the 21 album. Me and Doom are going to talk about Givian's album. But let me just shout out Smoke Dizza. If you are a hip-hop head, Smoke Dizza's new album is amazing. I saw Hovain like my Twitter on, on tweeting and followed the brother. Shout out to Hovain, man. We fuck with y'all over here uh, in cinematic music. Y'all killed that. That Smoke Dizza album is amazing. Like one of my favorite songs on there is the one with Jim Jones and, uh, and Cameron Tradition. He got a Jack Harlow feature that's smoking. Uh, the song with uh, Bank Withdrawal is Fire, Survival's Remorse, and the one with Burner. Super, super hard. And, like, I, I fuck with, like, because I put Smoke Dizzy's in that class with, like, Currency, Dom Kennedy, like, Early Wiz, like, Larry June, like, the niggas who use Harry Fraud and Alchemist and get, like, those real soulful samples, but they really just rap about weed. But, like, nah, man, Smoke Dizzy killed it. Like, it, it, it made me over the weekend just start listening to, I checked out the Larry June album because of it, and that shit was fucking hard, too. So I'm soulful, soulful samples and good rappers. Is what I'm jamming at, at this point right now in 2020. I don't need none of that trap shit. But that's a fact. Let's get to let's 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 start off with 21 first. We'll do I was say, you might as well keep going with what you said. Yeah, <laughs> let's start off with 20. All right. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good in my like like it it's sonically, 21. like yeah, it, it was it didn't give me nothing new. Doom, your criticism about Uzi not giving us anything new with Eternal Take, I kind of felt this way about 21. And I was like, why is everybody just like, this shit is the best shit ever? And I was like, it's okay. Like, it, like I listened to it. Like, it definitely had me doing this. But, like, yeah. that's all it had me doing. That's a fact, bro. It's savage, bro. That's what I expected. And, I mean, I went in there with open mind, but I knew it was going to be trapped from the first one. As soon as I seen it with Metro Boomin, I was like, it's going to be trapped from the beginning to the end. Yeah, that's all it yeah. was. Like it wasn't. It didn't. It didn't break the mold. He See, got a gun I, on his lap, bro. Come on. <laughs> Glock in his lap. Yeah, that shit went hard, bro. Now let me say I'm, this. I gotta give him his props, though. That nigga had Morgan Freeman narrating his album. That's hard. That shit fire. That's, that's hard. Like, that's fire, look, however I feel about the the music itself, 
That shit is cold as fuck. To get Morgan Freeman, he had Morgan Freeman calling out to cut like a rat. Is this? I was like, no, Morgan Freeman. He's like, he's just a fucking rat. I was like, oh, hey, and that fire. shit was hard. Yeah, man. that's hard. I gotta give Twenty One his props for that. That shit was fire. And I'm, I'm gonna say this, bro. I know that like musically, if we judging it on like the quality of music, is not the greatest shit. But for me, bro, since this album dropped. I literally, when I go in the gym, I just start from track one. Nah, I can see that. I put the album on repeat, and that's the only shit I'm working out to. Nice gym music for nah, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for I sure. I rock with that. Like, because I, I got a gym playlist where it's just a bunch of turnt shit, you know what I mean? Because me, I work out better the music that make me want to shoot a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, yeah, nigga. That's 20, what 21 Savage, bro. 21 <laughs> Savage, he delivered. when it, With that type of shit... Bro, I'm going hard in the gym to that fucking Savage Mode too. I'm be on that for the next month. I swear to God. And then Drake shouted out SZA saying he was dating her and then her ass unfollowed him for spilling the tea on the 21 album. And y'all called them Then that nigga said, he basically was like talking to the bitch he fucking. He was like, yeah, I used to date her, but we could still let her play if you cool with that. <laughs> like this nigga Drake is crazy, bro. It was wild. bro. Yeah. It was wild. But like, look, like, I think Doom said it best. Cause like, I'm not gonna shit on. Cause I, I didn't think, like I said, I didn't think the 21 album was bad. I just didn't think it was like spectacular. It's definitely good workout music. I definitely understand that. It definitely make your shoulders move. But the fact he got Morgan Freeman, huge, bro. Huge. Takashi really 69 like should be should be heard. He ain't throw no. I ain't see Takashi say nothing to 21. He's he know he know he'll say he something to Dirk, but not 21. Yeah, 21 will pull but out. I, the I goons, think bro. I think fucking with Dirk is a mistake. <laughs> I think it's it only is a matter cool. of time, bro. It's but Dirk, but see, Dirk got the feds watching him, bro. Dirk got like two open cases right now. That's, that's why. That's why. That's, that's why, why he can do it. Yeah, that's why he got to keep it cool. But I yeah, think because Dirk can't do nothing right now. Yeah, no, for sure, because he'll do something otherwise. That's a fact. <laughs> All right, let's get to Bryson album, man. Look, Set It Off was not the best of albums. Trap Soul, Insta Classic. I think Anniversary was good. I think it was, I think it was better than good. I think this was a success for Bryson. Now, is it Trap Soul? Probably not. You'll probably not make another one of those unless you get lucky. But this music was better than uh, Set It Off. And I thought this is a good album. Now, granted, you had us wait four years for 10 songs. Don't hit us with the Twitter memes, bro. Chill. <laughs> 10 songs, but it's okay. It's okay. I'm not upset at that. I waited for Party. I waited for Bryson. I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I thought it was good. That's that's all I can... Because, like, I'm not going to shit on it. Like, it was, it was good, but was it Trap Soul? No. But was it better than Set It Off? Yes. So in Bryson's book, that's a success to me. That's a fact. I try to I try to go into projects like open minded, not comparing it, especially since I get so much heat for my EA take. Cause I really liked Uzi up until that. You know what I'm saying? So when I listen to Bryson shit, I try to not compare it to Trap Soul. It's and it's good, it's, it's good music, bro. It's good it music. Is. But my only beef with it was there was no standout track. It was nothing that made me go like, "Damn, this shit is crazy." But you know what, what I mean? the one that the one that did, it wasn't because of him. Yeah, because that Drake verse about. was hard. That, yeah. I'm not, I'm yeah. not letting y'all do that Drake verse. I should have known he was talking about that. That nigga ate on that Drake. Look, 
you gotta know. We, we talking to Lynn here, bro. No, but, wait, know, but, wait, but wait, but wait, but wait, but wait. Let me be honest. I sent this to Ian. Shout out to Ian because Ian's a Bryson Tiller stan. Ian was like, this shit is amazing. And I was like, Ian, bro. This nigga Bryson got eight on his old song. Drake hit him with that. And Bryson just had overtune laying on top of overtune. Oh, I mean, autotune on top of autotune just going, oh, like I'm like, nigga, that's not going to cut it right now. That's not going to cut it right now, nigga. You just let Drake do this crazy ass melody and your ass just going, oh, with just all kind of autotune and all kind of layers. Like, come on. Bro, I told Schubert, I was like, I replay Drake verse. I don't listen to Bryson verse on that shit. But, but the years go, but, but in terms of Bryson, years go by hard, always forever hard. I like I'm ready for you. I like things change. I even like the interlude. I like Inhale, which got released before. And then I like Next to You. Uh, Sorrows and Keep Doing What You're Doing is all right. Yeah, Things Change was the one that I was fucking with. Things like Change said, is it was, hard. It was, it was just good. Like, it wasn't anything. Yeah, like, it wasn't great. It wasn't I great. you a standout single. Outside of the Drake shit, because it's obviously a Drake feature, but... Like, I didn't hear nothing that I said, all right, this is the one that he... It wasn't like don't, it wasn't like, because like with Trap Soul, Trap Soul had don't, Rambo, exchange. Like, yeah. don't Rambo and exchange are just, those songs are timeless. But like, I don't know if he has any on this. And I don't want to, and like, like I said, I don't want to sound like I'm upset at Bryson, because like, I liked the album. Like, I'm, that's all I've been jamming besides Smoke Dizza. Like, this shit is, is for me. It's like good R&B, but like, wasn't nothing. It... it it wasn't better than your boy Brent. Let me say that. I I take that. I was nervous. I was nervous when you brought up Brent, but I take that. It was not better than your boy Brent album. That is a fact. I don't. I don't know if this was better than Party's album. Nah. I don't. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't nah. think so. With nah. R and B, you gotta you gotta let it sit with you for a little bit longer. You know yeah. what I mean? Like obviously that's true. Bryson should go hit harder in the winter when like yeah, niggas like when niggas. Low vibes. That's going to be somewhere in the wintertime when I'm driving on Ambassador at three in the morning and they got the Hilton lights going off and all the all the lights are laughing going mm -hmm. off and I'm just riding and I'm in a vibe. That's that's going to be that's that's exactly when I'm going to feel that shit. Like like when I realized Scorpion was good. The first part I was just. Yeah, that shit, that shit took that, a while to sink in real quick, real quick. I got a question for y'all. What what makes a great album to y'all? Like what what is the difference between a good album and a great album? Well, a great album has no skips. That's all for real. Like that's, that's what I was gonna a say. Great album has no, no skips. To, so, to me, that's like classic album. That's like the okay. highest. Cause there's there's like a handful of albums ever made that I think is you can say confidently no skips. Uh, well, I, mean, you, I think it's to each. But there's own. a lot of great albums. Everybody has their their certain albums from certain artists. Like yeah. almost every top artist that's out right now, there's an album that they got that I can play front to back. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think it's really to each his own what they consider to be a great album. And then there's Look. consensus great albums. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's albums that, like, obviously there's nobody that ever argues that Take Care is front to back, no skips. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's certain albums that, like, uh, Chance's first pro is that's why. Pro that's why I don't say it's his classic. I give the classic to nothing was the same. Right, and you know what I'm saying? Like this, you know, acid rap to me is a, a front to back. I, there's no skips for me. Look, but, I got yeah. one for you. Example of a great album versus good. YG has not made an album better than My Crazy Life. Oh, that's a fact, bro. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, and like, and I don't think, and look, still brazy. My, is that the one that I thought was good? I don't, I thought, uh, fuck, I don't think it was still, it might've been still brazy, but I, 
No, it's stay. I think it's no. Stay dangerous to me was bad. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Yeah. yeah Still Brazy's a good album. Like he hasn't like. YG ever since my crazy life has made good to bad albums. Like this right. most recent one was not that great. That's why I didn't put it on the docket. And I saw uh like he, he just hasn't dropped something since my crazy life. And what made my crazy life so good was the fact that the music, the beats were amazing, and then the stories he he told inside right. of that made you nigga. I thought I was at the Asian lady house getting ready to rob it, getting ready to bop <laughs> off. We bobbing, nigga. Like that I think make what makes a great album is either you have to really make us feel because I think in terms of rapping R and B I'm either getting into your story or you're gonna make me feel something so you have to either make me feel or you have to make me think the lyrics are good for examples for both Kendrick when Good Kid Mad City I understood the the child that was around gang culture the stories he told he painted that picture it was vivid Drake. Nothing was the same. I understood the vibe he was trying to make me feel how them girls hurt that nigga. And it, and it felt like, damn, girls be hurting me like this. I understand that feeling. And then on top of that, you have to have music that sounds good. Back to both of those examples. When you listen to Take Care and you go from Tuscan Leathers to Furthest Thing, it's just like, what the fuck is 40 doing? 40's just on one. That shit sounds immaculate. And then when you look at what Ali and Autumn did over there with Good Kid Man City, with swimming pools, uh, uh, fuck, I'm dying of thirst. That one you going to have to do things about me. And then Black Boy Fly is just great mute. That, like, that's what makes a great album. You have to, it's, it's a combination of how the songs flow into each other with the story slash feeling, because I think lyrics could either do story or feeling, and then how the music ties all of that together, how the music uh, elevates the stories or the feelings you get. Just like that's, that's an on-the-fly definition, you feel me? That's a fact. So and that that pretty much that's exactly it, especially for rap albums. Yeah, that's, like that's that, like and that's what I'm judging, like rap albums and R and B albums. Like yeah, because I think the problem with especially rap albums is that it just sounds like a collection of songs. You know what right. I mean? Like, and that's why Twenty One's album's a good album, but it's not. It's not like it's it's like it's just a collection of songs to me. It's just yeah. like a collection of like it's a playlist. Right. At least he tried to like connect it though with he a did. common theme. With, yeah, he and did. He, and he had the he had this little skits and shit like that kind of. I think even that, though and, you could tell he wasn't intentionally trying to you know make all his songs be around each other, like because the you extras up good with him were Matt great. City. Like the yeah. like I think everything surrounding the album to connect everything. I think he did a plus. All the the stories and everything I think were great. It's just the music itself was just like. A yeah. little, uh -huh. but like, but like you said, with Good Kid, Mad City, he uses all the skits and everything elevates each song, and you can listen to each song individually. But if you listen to it as a collective, you get an overall bigger picture of the movie. Like you can watch individual scenes; yeah. they're great, but the movie's great as well. Right. So. Yeah, that I mean, that's a that's a that's a good definition of great albums. I you think know. for me, you gotta have at least. And I'm I'm looking at it just on simple view, but you gotta have at least fifty percent of the body of work has to be like jaw dropping. Like you gotta be like, damn, that's hard. That could be a single. Like if you got half the album that sound like singles, I'm rolling. You know what I mean? It's it's not too many times I hear an album or a project that got half the songs are crazy. The other half could be garbage. If you got that front half that's amazing, I'm fucking with it. That's why I like Brent so much. Cause like Brent, 
he might not have every song just a banger, but the ones that do go crazy, they go fucking crazy. And he always got at least four or five on them on each project. No, I feel that. I Look, that's 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 good to add to the definition as well. Because, like, if you got an album where it's like, damn, song after song, you got me like, damn, damn, damn. Then, like, that's yeah. a great album for sure. For sure. We can, we can definitely, like, dive into this criteria more and bring albums to, like, to, like, say which ones do that. But, like, off rip, the ones I know the best, like, I had, that's why I had to use Good Kid and, and Nothing Was The Same, because those are two albums that's, like... Honestly, I think Good Kid is the bar for rap I, I think Good Kid and, and uh, I think Good Kid and, and uh, My Crazy Life are good examples of how the storytelling flows into the music, and yeah. it flows back into the storytelling, and flows back into the music. My those Crazy Life is a so great seamless, street bro. album. That shit is so seamless in those albums, bro. That shit is crazy, bro. Like, but- is that YG's fault for never working with Mustard again? Like, uh, you I, might have to give Mustard his props because he ain't been with Mustard since. Like, like, like they, that. I think they did do something after, but you could tell that but Mustard was holding out. You could yeah, tell it wasn't, it wasn't like not, Mustard had creative control. Like, Mustard was p- doing everything with the, uh, like, tied everything, at least music-wise, and YG yeah. came, came with it. And, and that's not saying YG's bars have gotten worse. It's just, like, the music that he's going with, it just not, it's just not... Simpatico. I don't know. It's just not like it's not. It's not. Bro, I think I think that's really what it was. Is that Mustard put his foot into that album, my nigga? He put his foot into that album. So when we compare anything else that he came out with, even if we went into with an open mind, I still find myself every time I come up with an album, bro. I swear to you, I listen to the album. And I play my crazy life right after. after yeah, because it just bad, get, it get a bad taste in my mouth when I listen to them albums. I'm like, damn, oh, YG. I was a big fan of my crazy life, bro. Like, honestly, I went so far as to say that YG and Kendrick, like, YG has one of the best West Coast, has second best West Coast album of the 2010s. Like, That's second best. That's a fact. Like, and you could argue it might be as good as good. Like, I know niggas love good kid, but like, I love my, my crazy life. That My Crazy Life was special. Like, that, that was, like, yeah. super, super special. Another rap album you can throw in there, I think, and, and I know niggas gonna be mad at this because they think this nigga put him to sleep, but you gotta, you gotta give this nigga his props. 2014's Forest Hills Drive was amazing. Bro, bro. I didn't want to say it because I know I'm biased, so I was like, bro. I'm not gonna say J. Cole. It was amazing. I'm not gonna say it. Like, that's the only J. Cole album I can listen to still to this day where it's like... That shit... When I put it on, I gotta run it. Yeah. That like that shit is amazing. I know See, niggas don't fuck with J. Cole. My, my like thing, that. my thing with J. Cole is you gotta be in that vibe though. Like he take you to another little spot. Like it's that's not no music you putting on while you just going about your day to day shit. You gotta be in that vibe. You know what I'm saying? That's the yeah, only. I, not- I can't work out to J. Cole, but like if I'm driving, I could definitely run that. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I mean, I fuck with it. It's great music. Like I think that's a great album. That might be even classic. Honestly. I think that's his only classic. I really do. Like, yeah. if J. Cole has one, it's that one. Like, the way that one was marketed and everything, how it just happened, it just worked real, real well. But see, I think some- the only album Cole had that wasn't great was KLD, in my opinion. I know niggas gonna kill me for that. But I like that's that. the only not great album. All the rest were great. See, I would say, let's see. Let me go to J. Cole on my fucking iTunes. Let's see which one I don't fuck with. Yo, I don't fuck with Four Your Eyes Only. I don't. What? That was hard. <laughs> I need the one after 2014? I that might have to go hard. listen to that one again, because I ain't fuck with that one. Let me see what they had on that one. That's the one for Whom the Bell Tolls, Deja Vu, She's Mine, 
Like, I don't even know some of these songs, but the only one you know is Neighbors Know the Name. Like, that's the only one niggas know. Like, that album wasn't that good. That was all right. Like, see, Cole, Cole lucky he didn't get treated like Big Sean. Because Cole albums, like, 2014 is great. The the uh Friday Night Lights mixtape is great. Yep. Hold on, hold on. I'm not about to let y'all even. <laughs> I'm trying to not be biased, but don't let the nigga come out. Hold up now. Listen, we're not even about to start like Born Center, fire. We're not even about to do that. That's a classic. That's Born Center is fire, nigga. Yeah, right? Born Center is. And it dropped on the same day as Ye and Mac Miller. And that and was like the part of these niggas. Yeah. But I'm going to say Mac came second. Kanye was third. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, yeah, that's a fact, bro. And then I went to his concert. Nigga was off the Henny, bro. On the stage with the Henny. Nigga had the full orchestra. Nigga had the Henny and the orchestra. I've never seen a black man be a nigga and be sophisticated at the same time. Y'all not about to talk about Born Center like that. Born Center was great, bro. Born Center is a classic, bro. I think... Rich Niggas is one of my favorite Cold songs. Oh, that's a fact, bro. That's one of my favorite. Cold I like, songs, bro. I, bro, I like, yeah, now that I'm looking at Born Center, you're right. I'm not going to do him like that. Hey, you're not. You're not going to do that. Caning Day, I Let Niles Down, Born Center, the, the single New York Times with 50 Cent. Like, nah, Niggas that Know. That niggas, was a yeah, banger. That was hard. But like, the, the sideline story wasn't that great. Yeah, the sideline story, you could tell the, uh, you could tell it was his first album, and everybody in the in the uh, in the record label, had, yeah, they had label a had they fucking hand in it because yeah. it was like, do this, oh oh, and do that one, and and do this, do this shit with Trey, and he was like, do this shit with Trey. Yeah, <laughs> but see, yeah, Kod and Four Eyes Only are like, mm, I don't really fuck with them. Dude. Yeah, Four Eyes Only, you could tell he realized himself too that I was letting the what what got me hot. I was letting it control me. So was, yeah. Let me get even darker and sadder. And then everybody was like, pull back, nigga. You old D now. Come on. Come yeah, back. yeah. That yeah. was that was just like oof. But yeah, you're right. I can't I can't say he was almost like Big Sean. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Cause, cause Big Sean only got one good project. <laughs> but see, you know who just just on this tip while while we're here, and this will be the last one I say. We don't give Wale enough flowers. Wale got better than that's one. We don't bro, give Wale enough fact. flowers. Bro, that's my guy, bro. But niggas I, don't be fucking with him no more, bro. I'm a Wale fan, bro. The album about nothing, immaculate. You see the, the Festivus mixtape he dropped? Immaculate. Yes, sir. Shine, fire. I know niggas didn't really listen to Wild That's Crazy like talking about, but that shit was hard. And Wild then, That's Crazy was hard. Wild, that was very underrated. Very underrated. Like, look, he went Wild That's Crazy, Shine, because I like Shine, Summer on Sunset, the album about nothing, and Festivus. That's all in a row. That shit was all hard. And, like, I know niggas be like, Gifted is his, like, pop shit. But, like, I, I like Gifted, but I'm not going to say nothing. I could give y'all Gifted. Ambition was tough. Ambition was fucking that, tough. Ambition might be his best fun. album. That might think be Ambition... Fun. Ooh, see, I go album about nothing. I'm a, I'm a sonically ambition sound the most polished. Like it's like it is the most polished. For, if, for if sure. You're talking about like the best sounding work. Like if somebody never heard Wale and you wanted to introduce Wale to him, you got to play. I'm going ambition. And that's not. I'm not mad at that. Ambition is hard as fuck. It is. See, that's Wait, what I'm talking about. We don't give Wale enough credit. Wale should be in that tier one. He just don't have to say. He just don't have to say. I'm like, what the fuck you mean? He too lyrical, nigga. Yeah, why like, hard? Yeah, that's crazy. That's a crazy <laughs> thing to say. I'm like, what, nigga? That don't make no sense. But that's that's what I be hearing from niggas. That's why niggas don't be fucking with him. I'm like, I, and look, I go as far as to say Wale is a better lyricist than Kendrick. Bro, he's a beast, bro. Yeah, but he, 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 he top three What's lyricists up? in the game. Top three. <laughs> What's up? Like, 
Like, look, I give Wale his props. Like, I am a Wale fan. If you had to ask me my favorite, not rating optimi- like objectively best, uh, my favorite, I would go Drake, Wale, Kendrick, J. Cole. That's how I do, like, my favorite. Because, like, while that poetry shit, Wale be on that shit is Wale cool. flow, my nigga. I know that nigga's going to kill me for this. Wale got the best flow in the game, period. <laughs> yeah. Yo, we giving Wale some major flowers this episode. I'm That's telling you, bro, nobody, this nigga can say anything. And I'm like, why he said it like that? Why his flow like that? But then... The fact is, you this get sports bar is going over people's head. He I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that, bro. <laughs> he be dropping some crazy bars that you will never catch unless you really fuck with sports. Like, uh, like yeah. how, how many times he didn't mix run it back, running back, like all them. Like, killing me, bro. I'm like, stop. <laughs> killing me, bro. Crazy. We just stumbled on this on this Wale topic. That's like that's not. I can't. Wale hard. It's it's crazy though, cause I hate how Wale. He never get the hype behind his project. Like, I'm going to keep it a bean. I, I normally don't like to shit on niggas, but niggas was so hype and anticipated Big Sean shit. That shit was trash, bro. That shit was garbage. The, the long I sat with it, because when I first heard it, I was, I was like, let me sit with it. Let me let me give it some time. It might come around. We that shit. capping on, on the pot about that. Nigga, hot booty and the fucking whole timeline. Waiting on Big Sean, but when Wale dropped, don't nobody talk about it. Niggas was only nice because of Hit Boy. <laughs> Bro, and, and what's fucked up is niggas will still get on the timeline talking about Big Sean and shit. And then they'll play Wale when he get angry, be like, why y'all not fucking with my shit? They, they paint him out to be the angry nigga. Yeah, Wale got a dirt. So if, I'm, if I'm putting out projects like that and niggas just don't fuck with it for whatever reason, because I'm That's not- why he ain't dropped. That's why he's not dropping, because niggas just don't give him the time of day. I don't blame him, bro. I remember, I think the biggest push they ever did for a Wale album had to be Ambition and uh, the album about nothing. But see, the album about, I'm so upset about the album about nothing. That didn't get the critical acclaim it should have got. The fact that this nigga did something with Jerry Seinfeld. And see, I'm even more a fan of it now because I actually am watching Seinfeld as we speak. Bro, nah, bro. That nigga did something special on that. Niggas don't listen or watch Seinfeld. That shit is special. A Seinfeld stand-up in their lives. So what I thought was, for me, was like, I'm like, bro, this is probably going to get him OD white fan. Yeah, he should have got a Grammy. Like he should have got a Grammy for that. Exactly. That that was that type level shit. Yeah. Bro, that shit was Grammy amazing, level bro. shit. No, it was. He didn't even get recognized for that. I don't even think half of the people. Like, and when you watch the episode, don't even know about that. Part. I don't even think That's he got a, a nomination fact. for it. I don't think he did. And when you watch the episodes of Seinfeld and the episodes that he like samples, and then when you get Seinfeld talking in it, the way that Wale raps about that shit, nah, bro. Nah, shit's amazing. Another artist I think, since we just shit on Big Sean, we can continue. Another artist I think has better albums than Big Sean, Freddie Gibbs. I think Freddie Gibbs is hard as fuck, bro. bro. Like, I think... I ain't gonna lie. I think Freddie Gibbs, he just don't have, like, he's independent and he don't have, like, the push behind him. But, like, I think Freddie Gibbs is in that, like, I think he's in that tier under under the Drake. I think he's in that tier with Wale, Meek, and all of that. He he might not have the sales of them, but his albums are sound just as good, if not better, than a lot of them. Yeah. See, the only thing with Freddie Gibbs, though, while he he his music is dope, like, don't don't take this as me shitting on him, but his music is 
targeted to a specific audience. No, that's a fact. Like oh, it's yeah. it's it's a it's a specific pocket of rap fans that Freddie Gibbs make music for. And that's what keeps Wale him out of that range. is like, bro. He Wale can should make be global the pop track. Yeah. He can make the the top Billboard sound and song. He can make the the rap shit, the lyrical shit. He can do every pocket in the rap genre. You know what I mean? Because you know there's there's at least twenty sub genres of rap. Right. And Wale could hit all of them. That's true. That's why I think he should be in that. Drake, no, he should be. I understand when they be angry though. I be getting it. I understand, nigga. Yeah. You deserve them flowers, nigga. Because like he, because like Wale's argument in he should have it. He he does have it. Is I make melodies like Drake, and I do lyrics just as good as Kendrick, if not better. And I check all the boxes. I check all the boxes. Like, my, y'all just don't one. like y'all just don't like me because I'm because I'm angry on Twitter. <laughs> like, right. Like, yeah. I'm checking all the boxes, but I'm not. That complex it. shit fucked him. Like when he went in the complex and like wild out on him, like that kind of blackballed him against all the that media. Blackballed him big. Yeah. And I think another thing is like for a lot of people, like especially casual fans, because like for me, I listen to the music and that's it. I can care less about what niggas got going on in their personal right. life and what antics they got going into the release and all that shit. I don't give a fuck about none of that. But Wale shit is he don't play the artist game. No. Like there's a specific no. game. There's a way you got to move as an artist, especially going in the rollout time. Like, especially nowadays, you almost got to do some some Kanye-ass shit if you want, you know, some some buzz behind your release. And Wale don't do that. Wale just come out Nigga, I've been working. I feel confident about this shit. Listen to it. Yeah. And that don't work in 2020. You gotta, you gotta gain niggas respect. Unless like, you unless you that nigga already. Like some and, niggas yeah. can just drop, but like but, but even even those niggas, like when you think about it, I think the only exception to the rule is like Kendrick. He the only nigga that I've never seen not do the antics. Cause even even the Drakes of the world, he's had what you, what you about to say Drake for a lot of shit. He's had, but I'm saying, surrounding Drake's career, oh, he's yeah. always had little stories that make you want to watch. Like, like right. the Adonis shit, even though it wasn't purposely, that was one of the biggest fucking rollouts yeah. ever, bro. Like, it was. He, and Wale don't have that. You know what I mean? Like, Wale don't have those type he of with future, shit. That rollout? To coming up with for the uh for the him see, and the future shit. He just wait, no, that future rollout was hard because I didn't even do nothing. The niggas was just they they leaked the idea that it was gonna drop something. And that's all they needed to, niggas. But that's see, all they needed okay, to. But but that's not a roll, but that's not a rollout. He the fans did that for him. Like the fans right. I, I was part of the crew on Friday, the the two weeks before on Friday. Niggas got wind that that shit was supposed to drop, and every fan was tweeting, "Where's it at?" And then for two weeks, we was t- we everybody was like, "Where's it at?" Constantly, and those niggas would be like taking like little pictures with themselves, yeah, like, no, "Is it coming?" Niggas. And like that shit was hard, bro. That wasn't like that was organic. That, like I'm cool. Yeah. See, that's why I don't consider Drake shit rollouts really because he be doing some shit like purposefully, like dropping a picture or some shit. But the fact that fans tweet about it and get the hype going. That's right. organic. Yeah, that, that's organic as fuck. That's not like where Big Sean got every interview coming out with everybody. He got hit boy on a marketing campaign. Like, it's different when it's organic. Like, cold shit, cold shit. Cold, cold, cold does have a rollout, but I feel like it's it's organic. Yeah. I, I think, I think really, though, Wale never been playing the, the, uh, 
the the artist game. I had to go back and check to make sure I was I had my my. It wasn't since like Ambition, like when he was doing them early in Maybach music. He still wasn't playing the artist game, bro. Because when I met him, when Ambition came out, I had just met J Cole from when the Sideline Story came out. He did the rollout. He had everybody. He meeting fans. He dapping niggas up. He in Central Park playing ball. This nigga Wale. In in fucking Soho, it's the broad day. Like this nigga got his fucking music blasting. He don't hear you. He not acknowledging no fans. Nigga signing. He signing CDs <laughs> like a robot, yeah. my nigga. This is 2011. But that's and why he's still acting like that. But that's why. Yeah. He that never. Is, if if you want to be honest, that's why. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Game. And I was like, <laughs> it was crazy because like they albums came out like probably like three months apart, and I'm like. This nigga not playing how he supposed to be playing because I yeah. just seen the game get played and it got played real well. He should have did. He yeah. like if he'd have did that in the beginning, he he could have got off with his shit now. Like yeah, fuck that I'm not doing no reads. I think that's why Ross when when Ross was realizing it, you know, because he did a rollout he with him with Meek. He did the Philly shit with Meek when when they both went that way. He was like. I gotta go with Meek, yeah. I gotta go with the money. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, even though Wale makes better music, he just had to go with the person that gets him the bread. You're right, you know? When he's seeing Philly people outside the stores in Philly for fucking days, they camping out trying to wait to see this nigga. And this nigga over here just, like, disregarding all his fans that came out here. I'm like, damn, yeah. nigga, your music hard, but you terrible for my marketing team. That's a fact. And, That's and a plus, fact. You, gotta, you gotta think, Meek also, he was dating Nicki, at the prime of both of these shits, even if you was casual, even if you wasn't like, yo, I fuck with Meek, I can't wait till this Meek drop. You was gonna check it out just to hear him talk about him and Nikki relationship. Like he had that little connection to do fire promo. Like, and honestly, I I believe niggas do shit like that strictly for that purpose. Yeah, probably so. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. Like, Like I think if Meek doesn't pick a fight with Drake, he would be in a whole nother ballpark right now. Cause he was on the fucking climb at that point in time. I he was. was that he dropped like right when the the song Drake, the Rico album where Drake was on the album and they beefing yeah. and then you go hear this the the Rico shit is Drake that talking shit on fire him. Album. Yeah, that was a great album. But it didn't get the love album. it did because of the beef. No, that's a fact. Yeah, championships. That was yeah. one. That oh was no, one championships was the after. That was the one after. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Dreams yeah. worth more than money. Yeah, dreams worth more than money. Yeah, that's the one. Because championships was amazing. I think championships yeah. is the best yeah. album. Underrated album. Well, that's his, that's the best album. That enough. That's a fact. But let's get off of me because they and, and all this because they got some some drama going on now. This was leaked. Let me just say, Punch has already said. He, this is what he tweeted. The rumor will get around the world faster than the truth. So that's him denying this. But like, I don't know. We going to see. So this was released. I got the whole note of what the niggas leaking. Kendrick went back and changed up his album. He's still slated to drop this year. TDE has no clue when Kendrick's dropping. They're scared to drop Zay or Reason because they don't know if Kendrick will drop. Kendrick basically left TDE to pursue PG Lang with Dave Free, and TDE knows nothing about PG Lang. They found out when we did, and apparently there's some tension between the members because they feel like they're... too close to Kendrick's that they should know about PG Lang and they don't. The PG Lang roster includes Kendrick Lamar, Baby Keem, Reggie, Murder District, that's the guy from Antibound Lives, and Georgia Smith. The last three aren't officially signed, but they are going to be on the roster. Baby Keem is definitely on the roster because that's Kendrick's cousin. That's something that I know for a fact. 
Uh, Isaiah is supposed to be dropping after Reason. Zakari has a boy band with three other white guys. He said TD just took some random singers and put them together as a boy band. He played some of their music live, and let's just say it sounds special. There's two other TD signees, one rapper named Ray Vaughn and the other a female, but we never got the name of the female. So, damn, is Kendrick fucking over TD right now? Y'all think that's happening? I, don't, I like to believe that's not. Cause like, I love the story of TDE, you know, but Kendrick does have PG Lang. PG Lang is a thing and no one knows what that is. And I just remember when that dropped on Twitter, everybody was like, whoa, what's this PG Lang shit? And when you watch the new Baby Keem videos, they are PG Lang and them things hard as fuck. So like, I don't know. I don't know. It might, it might really be going down like that. So I can't blame him. Like, do you think Kendrick, like you want to be free? You want to do your OVO sound style? You want to do your dream chaser? I get it. He, he. Let me say this. He's earned the right to do that for okay. sure. But like, yeah. I'd like to believe because of like how close TD was, but the fact that we never got a full besides the black Panther shit, but a real black hippie album with all Kendrick's Q, Absol, J rock that tells you things aren't like they were when we first started. Right. Yeah. I, I still think that this is some type of way to get some hype around this drop just because he has been in the shadows since damn. Yeah. Like it would, it would make sense to me to like stir something up to get people talking about Kendrick again. Cause now everybody's sitting there like, even if he not on TDE, we waiting for a project. We want to hear yeah. something. And we want to know what's up with PG Lang. Like what's up with yeah. this like movies, TV, artists, your media company that you're about to, and your label that you're doing with Dave Free. Cause, but it makes sense. Cause Dave Free left TDE and Dave Free was like, the guy at TD, it was Dave Free and Punch. Punch handled SZA and like, he did, SZA was his main one. I don't want to say he handled Q because I think Q did his shit by himself, but Punch handled like J-Rock and, and, and SZA and Dave Free was really messing with Q and, and but mainly Kendrick. Oh, and then Isaiah was messing with, with uh, by Punch too. So it's going to be interesting to see, man, but I just hope this TD shit's not real because it just, it would be, it, it'd just be sad to see the, uh, some black men arguing with each other. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Especially once, once you built your shit up to what it is. They did that from the ground up. Like, I remember when, bro, I never forget when Kendrick came to New Orleans at the Drake concert with ASAP Rocky, and ASAP Rocky was first, and niggas was like, yeah, ASAP. Like, he had his ASAP mob that was like in, that came there just for them, but everybody else was like, who's this ASAP nigga? But I swear when Kendrick came on doing high power, saying his poems and shit, me and my niggas knew who Kendrick was, but I swear around the whole building just, boo, get this nigga off stage. That's crazy. <laughs> I never, I never forget that That's as long as I live. Like that happened. And like me and my niggas was like, yeah, do Michael Jordan, do Ronald Reagan. Like we hype and everybody's like, boo, bring ASAP back or bring Drake on. Like nigga, that shit was crazy. I was shocked. So see, to see him come from that to this, it's like, yeah. damn, I saw you come from the ground up. I don't want to see y'all, y'all. I don't want to see the fat boys break up. That's a fact, bro. Especially when I look at TD. I don't know. I might get some shit for this, but I, I put TDE up there with the cash money. Oh, that's a fact. You know, you, you shouldn't get no shit for that. That's that's facts. That's a fact. Like, like they, to me, I think when it's all said and done, we look at that as a legendary collective. Oh, no, for sure. Like, if you look at just the best labels of all time, it's got to be, I say cash money first. I know niggas like to say Rockefeller first, but I go cash money number one, cash money, young money. And then, then you go Rockefeller, and I think TD's next. TD might be above Rockefeller when it's all said and done. Who knows? But Rockefeller had Jay, Beanie, Kanye. So that's like, that's a big three. Yeah. But, but like, TD was, like, 
Absol is the reason why TD can't be over Rockefeller, in my opinion, because they got Q and they got Kendrick, Jay and Kanye. That third one, we thought Absol was going to be this, the lyrical, <laughs> spiritual miracle, like just killing shit, nigga. And Absol, I don't, I, don't, I don't know the last time Absol dropped, bro. I feel like that hasn't That's been since fact. like 2012. That's his only problem, though. It's been a long time, but that bro. nigga's nice, man. <laughs> he that cool. nigga's fucking nice, bro. Absol was like, I, I'll never forget that freshman class that was like Absol... Uh, Q, Travis Scott, Action Bronson, Logic. That was, a, that was the last great XXL freshman class, in my opinion. That was, like, one of the best ones. Like, Joey Badass. They had so many people in that. I, I watched those freestyles, like, every day. And, like, absolutely ain't dropped since then, bro. He ain't dropped since then. Yeah. So, I don't know. But that I think he did though. lose his wife, though, I think. Pretty sure that happened. And if that happened, I understand. Like, I, I get it if that's why. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, he ain't drop. He ain't dropping a minute, so it's gonna be sad to see TD go. But that's not a hot take, Doom. I think TD is definitely, a, a, in my opinion, a top three label of all time. But if not that, it, they definitely top five. Yeah, but but you know how it is when you put legendary status on new niggas. Yeah. Like it's something about something about but they earned we, it though. Yeah, I'm about to say right. like they earned it. They built their shit from the ground up. Yeah, like they earned like. And if you look at it, like I mean, what other labels is bigger than? What they did, Cash Money, and then Rockefeller. Like, those are the three. Like, I know niggas gonna say Dipset, but, bro, Dipset's not bigger than any of these niggas. Like, Terror Squad, they're not bigger than any of these <laughs> niggas. Like, Death oh, Row. Good. Death Row is probably the only argue, other arguable one that's, like, up there. Because Death Row had Dre, Snoop, uh, yeah, Pop. They, they legendary for sure. Yeah. So, like, th- they top five, too. But, like, Terror Squad, bro, what we talking I about? I mean, you know, you know New Orleans niggas gonna throw, they gonna try to throw uh, No, no limit. limit? But, no, no, look. Look, I'm I from Louisiana. I, I started with Louisiana niggas. You heard Look, me. look. No <laughs> limit. They started a trend. They, 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 they revolutionized the game. But in terms of, like, legendary <laughs> labels, like, they might be top ten. Like, but they're not top five. What are we talking about? Like... Who to say? Because if I said it, it looked bad. No, it's, it's just the truth. Doom know that's true, bro. Like, what are we talking about? Musically, probably not. But if we looking at the structure of... Business, that's why I said they top, they top they, 10. They up there, bro. They're not top five, Doom. Come nah, on, Doom. Nah, I'm not there. I'm not going to give them top they five. They top 10? I ain't going to give them top five. <laughs> but I fuck they, with No Limit. They like seven through, they seven through 10. But it's hard for range. me to speak on that shit because I identify with that. You know what I mean? Like, when I see... A Louisiana nigga go from just hood Louisiana shit and I, make I it, it. I'm I'm always behind that. That's bro. a fact, but I'm like, I, but we gotta be objective. Like they're not on the Cash Money Young yeah, Money. Yeah, nah, nah. Like that's that's a dick. What are we talking about? Because then we, we gotta start looking at rosters, and the roster just don't. That's why. Okay, I got a question for you. Is Cash Money Young Money bigger than Death Row? I think I think it is. <laughs> I think it is. I think the problem is. Death Row is like, is like. <laughs> Death Row got three, but like, if you look at Cash Money, Young Money, <laughs> bro, that, that Cash Money, Young Money got some legends, bro. <laughs> I, I got it. Death Row is like the 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 ninety nine to two thousand and two Lakers. If they would have stayed together, they'd have been unstoppable, my nigga. Yeah, but they was on the run. I ain't gonna lie. And when they was at the peak, they was at the fucking peak. See, I would, I would rather give Death Road, I'd rather give Death Road like the Jordan era. Nah, Boom. nah, nah. It wasn't that long. It wasn't that long. Shit fucked it up. It yeah. could have been that long. That are you right? Because of the limit. I, I fuck with the limit. No limit. And Dre said, "Fuck you, I'm out." Come but on. like, 
Yo, that cash money, young money is like like the fucking Showtime Lakers. Oh, that's a fact, yeah. bro. They had it going, they had it rolling for a long time. Like, <laughs> hey, what do we hear? A like, long two, time. Like, like that's until that's recently it kind of fell off. The Celtics, nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah they like doing Russell. They want eleven rings. These niggas was, but for so long they was at the top, my nigga. Running the game, yeah. they went from they went from Juvie and the Hot Boys to Wayne. To and then yeah. to Drake, Nikki, and Tiger. Like niggas don't give Tiger enough respect. Tiger was up there, yeah, bro. I'm not, Thanks, gonna, bro. I'm not gonna let nobody stop Lynn. All right. This is probably like the tenth time he said niggas don't give Tiger they, they don't love Tiger, bro. He loves look, Tiger. Fan, look, fan of a fan is one of the best mixtapes of the 2010s. That's Gotta be well done. One be. and two. Yeah. Classic mixtape. Oh, yes, yes. Bro, I'm telling you, I put Well Done 1 and 2 up there with, like, drought and, <laughs> and no ceilings. I swear to God, bro. I swear to I'm God. I'm doing that. But... I swear to God, bro. <laughs> oh, hey. Y'all want to God. Yeah, no, he want that. Well <laughs> Done, Wallace. nigga, is a classic top five mixtape ever made. <laughs> Ever wow. made, out, ever bro. made, out. ever made, my nigga. <laughs> this nigga said Tiger got How y'all don't fuck with well done? I do, it, no, I do. Well I, I fuck with it, but wow. to say top five of all ever Well mixtape. done is not a top five mixtape ever made. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done, my nigga. Yo, somebody check the oven, because he's done. Wait, I gotta, I, wait, no, this is something we're gonna do just like last time. I gotta go, I gotta take a break, pause, and come back to this. I'm gonna clip this, but no, I gotta come with some mixtapes next week. Cause I'm not gonna, cause I can do it all. We gotta make sure we clip this, cause I need to ask the timeline. Cause I, cause I, I, know I got some. Feel me, bro. Top five? Like, what top what? five mixtape ever made. We ain't got three. That's top five, in my opinion. We ain't got three. No ceilings. Dedication. I, I'm a dedication three dedication niggas, but niggas, two and but niggas say two. And drought three. So yep. those three, you telling me well done better than dreams and nightmare uh, dreams and uh what's that meek shit? The one where he got the intro Hell on yeah. it. Yeah, dream chasers out of here. <laughs> Get you telling me that shit better than I'm acid sorry, rap, bro? Come yeah, on, it's I'm better than sorry, I'm, bro. I'm sorry, Chance. You're not fucking with well no. done, my nigga. You're not fucking bro. with well done. Wait, yo, I, I can't do this one on the fly. Niggas, niggas, niggas bro, he's won't wildin', bro. Niggas won't bro. I swear to God, if Tiger. If Tiger career would have stopped and he had never went on to Doom. be corny Tiger, <laughs> niggas will respect that mixtape. That bro, was one of the hardest bro, mixtapes bro. ever made, bro. Oh shit! Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. We gonna we, when we that gotta little, come back when that little, when that little nigga my dad came, pimp app is not it's not working when right now. We gotta run this back. Came in, bro, and he had the little <laughs> the little drop with the nigga with the deep voice. Well done. <laughs> you knew that nigga was about to smoke <laughs> that shit, bro. It's better than it's you better than self made like self made the MFG. All that shit the fuck out of here. Well done is yeah he wallet right now. Ever made. Okay, we coming back to this. We Brooklyn, I'm I'm. Get your mixtapes for next week. Luca Brasi too. Luca Brasi too, nigga. Get that shit the fuck out of here, bro. I'm sorry, Gates. That shit the fuck out of here. Y'all tried to do me with the Brent Fire shit, and Brent he knew, so I, I let that rock. But we ain't gonna no. I'm coming with ten next week, bro. Yeah, I'm coming with some mixtape. Yeah, this nigga said top five of all time. That's nuts. But we tabling this. We tabling this. This is this is tabled. No more. Well, this is this done. is we've stumbled on something great. So all right, next up, 
Oh shit! Uh, the NFL has COVID. <laughs> like, we just that like, shit yeah, it, it's about to be done. Like I don't know if y'all saw Stephen Gilmore hug Patrick Mahomes, and Stephen Gilmore has COVID. So like, yep. does that mean Mahomes is about to have it? the NFL's done? It's over with. Like I, I see that ending in a couple of months. So that that's all I'm gonna say on that. We, we, we that's real fast. I, I called that though. <laughs> yeah, we going and we was talking about fantasy and shit. I was like, and we right. was and we was talking and about I, it before too. Yeah, I thought. My guess was I was like by week three that shit gonna be done. <laughs> they made it past week three. They did. So I give them their props. And they just, they gonna stop and come back. They gonna stop for like a month or two and then try to come back. They gonna have to do a bubble. And it's gonna be like what we said before, where they thought that they could just wait it out and just like assume that the country was gonna have some kind of plan because mm-hmm. I feel like the NFL was never. Actually they were listening to Trump. I think they were listening yeah. to Trump. They were really doing nothing, bro. They was like, we're just gonna have the season and do it like that. Like yeah. they had well, no plan. No That's way. the problem with niggas that don't use rational thinking and money <laughs> involved. Yeah. My nigga, if it's a fucking virus going around, bro, like think about like this is this is the same situation as like the common cold. You think if I put a bunch of niggas in the room that got a cold that I'ma just not get, get a cold? Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck do you think was gonna happen, my nigga? Like, and then he, the and these niggas, <laughs> these niggas going get all their IG bitches, getting all these bitches to be sent into them, and they don't know where these bitches yeah. been at. Like, no, it's just a problem. Like, it's just that's all that is. We gonna, but it, uh, we'll see. All right, final topic I got today because I don't really care. Travis Scott may be dropping an album, but like, I'm more excited to talk about this. So this is our relationship topic for the day. If y'all, if if something comes out this cool, but this one's spicy. So I got this off a of meme. So after spending six straight days with her and you tell her you're going chill with the homies for an hour, why she start crying and saying you don't love her no more? <laughs> what? Wait, okay, look, I'm talking about why when you're chilling with your girl for like a, like a week, like let's say you didn't spend, spend time with your girl for a week. And the first time you go ask to hang out with your niggas, why are you getting the sad faces that you don't love me no more? Why are you going to hang out with this nigga? Why y'all going? Why y'all going out? Why y'all doing this? That type of shit in relationships when you be hanging out with your girl for a bunch, but then like she gets, she starts missing you or are sad when you when you go hang out with your niggas. Why is it like? There's only there's only two possible reasons for that. <laughs> the first one is that's one clingy ass bitch. <laughs> But the second one, see, the, the first one, it's all right, because you can deal with a clingy bit. The you second can. one is the issue. The second one is the insecurity of you, of her not knowing what the fuck you doing. Yeah. That one? Right. Now, that problem right there, nigga. Now, that's something that you can't help. You can't yeah. fix that. No, and I've learned that the hard way. Like, that's the, the, the beauty of, like, after going through that and being with a mature person. It's, it's night and day. It's night and day when you yeah. deal with the woman that's like, Always looking over your shoulder, like asking you why you can't. Yeah, what you doing? Like a a girl had the audacity to ask me to go. You know the thing on your phone, the find me shit, the whatever the shit is, where where it send your friends your location like every twenty minutes. She was like, "Yo, you want to get on that?" I was like, "No." And it was always like an argument. Why are you not getting on? I got that with my mama, but I was about I was about to make myself so bad for a second. I don't have that with my mama. Nigga, what's wrong with you? I don't nobody nobody needs to know where I'm at 24-7. Like I'm at where I'm at. Like I got that with my mom. Not not for me. For For my mama. Yeah, Yeah. I don't trust her. She live like now she live on her own in New York City. But all my siblings moved out. So I was like, I need that. 
Yeah, yeah I need just that. to make sure. No, I feel that. Why? Yeah. But like, why is that like all girls do that? Like they got the little iPhone shit where they can see where they. Where I they hate at. that shit. Bro. Like, like my girl, she got that with all her friends. Like she can just see. I don't know why they do that. I don't know why. And like from a girl standpoint, just in case you know they going out, bitches getting drunk, and you might have lost the battle to the. Yeah, cute I get that. Took her home, so you yeah, may I, need to have a nigga. See that, me. but to me, I like bro. I would have to have that with somebody that I super, super trust. trust yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I guess I just come from a different environment, bro. But it's no way I'm letting a nigga know when I leave the crib and they can see when I'm on my way back. I like the shit I got in my crib, nigga. You ain't about to come <laughs> run up in my shit while I'm gone, nigga. Fuck that. That's a fact, bro. That's a fact. I didn't even think about that, but like that's true. Like I'm just like I don't. Why that's do you need to, Why do you need to know where I'm at 24 seven? Like, what's the purpose of that? Like, yeah, I think really uh, I can't I even go wipe my ass. Like, what the fuck? That's, that's I can't. Crazy. I can't stop at a Walgreens to shit and wipe my ass without you knowing that I'm there. Like, what the fuck? I, I really think that's though, crazy. like, cause I I had it at one point. I had it with a lot of people, but it was because. It was, you, uh, you was part of them, them friends that did that. Me and my friends would never do no dumb shit like that. We was getting drunk and niggas would just go missing, bro. Like, oh, you yeah. just get drunk and you like, hey, dog, you see you see Tony? And I'm like, see, see, nigga, see, okay. This has to be something that's said up through men when you hang out with your friends. If, a, if y'all all hanging out getting drunk and a man randomly disappears, he probably trying to get some puss. Like, like, yeah. like that's that's, no, I don't, I don't call. I don't even, I don't even be like, I'll, I'll check the next day to make sure the nigga not in prison. That's really what it is for me. Oh, it wasn't yeah. like for me to be like, where that nigga at? It's just like, hey, somebody make sure that nigga phone not. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you. Honestly, bro, Damn. like, like all I be needing to know, cause bro, when I first got to Vegas, we would go out like every weekend. Like right. y'all's like, hangover. Vegas shit. was some <laughs> <laughs> shit, bro. Like, like when you first get to Vegas, the strip is just like the most amazing place in the world. So we was we was out every weekend. We had this one friend, bro. This nigga was like, he's one of them friendly ass niggas that could just start talking, talking to anybody. random people. He would get so cool with random females, a random group of friends. He would just dip, like go. Or home, go to after party, go to a different club. He would just leave, and we would never know where he was. The only thing, I just was making sure, like like Brooklyn said, he wasn't in jail or he wasn't dead. Right. I sent that's him a text. That's all I did it for. That's as it. long as the shit said red, I was like, all right, the nigga opened it. He good. <laughs> like that's how I am. Like, I'm cool. I'm cool with sending a text. Like I'm one thousand percent. Like y'all, and you, like you said, you don't have to respond to me the next day. Just let me know you you read it. Like Doom said, as long as it say read. But like I'm not with the sharing. Like. Why? And it's yeah. not that I got anything to hide. It's just like, I'm a human being. Like, you don't have to know where I'm at. Like, I guess that's just like a personal thing. It just makes me feel uncomfortable that, think, like, you know where I'm at 24-7. I feel like me having that on alerts the police and the government where I'm at 24-7. It does. Yeah, and I think, fact. for real, though, I, I really think, though, like, to go off what Doom said, my friend's corny. <laughs> the niggas was corny. Like, if I went missing, cool, don't text me, nigga, because you know I'm sticking to moving. My friends, them niggas went missing... I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if the niggas went home to play video games. Like, I know they ain't living no bitches, but I'm like, nigga, did you drive home? Because if you drove home, now I got an issue. Cause I know you was fucked up. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was my thing with these niggas was like, these niggas would leave in their cars after we just took seven shots in like an hour and a half. That no nigga. That was me in Louisiana. No. In Yo, Vegas, look, no. 
But in Louisiana, that was me, bro. That's something I had to grow out. And look, I'm going to just keep it a beat. Like, we, we, this is why we have to be honest on this podcast. I do not support, like, I'm glad Brooklyn is upset because I do not support drinking and driving. It took me having to see someone get hurt to, like, have to stop. Like, and I used to do that shit. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, yeah, I think I got it. For sure. I'm good. And it's like, no, bro, you're not good. You're just being an right. idiot. Like, there's yeah. too many things now. Like, and granted, when I was doing that, I don't think Uber was around. Like, I really don't think Uber was around when I was at my prime of drinking and driving. Like, yeah, said, 17 years old. Yeah. I was 17, 18 years old, like, just getting out of high school or my senior year or my junior year. Like, having to drive. And I used to drive from, like, Lafayette to New Iberia. Nigga was wild. Ooh. Nigga was wild. I was wild in the same way, bro. Yeah, niggas was wild. In Louisiana, is totally different, though. Like, niggas will, will do that type of shit, like... I used to drive, like, one of my homeboys, he used to live in Arneville, and we would go to his crib, get fucked up. Yo, pretty, I was driving and, shit, bro. and, like, we would go there, but, nigga, it was in a complete country, bro. You driving at 2 a.m., like, you the only car on the fucking road, my nigga. Like, if you fuck some shit up drinking a driver in Arneville, it's just you dead. Like, you ain't gonna hurt nobody, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like Y'all driving in them deep-ass curves. Sex. What a what a ditch on the side of the road. Yo. Your car calling that ain't nobody it's gonna over. even know. That ditch gonna eat your car, nigga. You gone. You Brooklyn face cold case, bro. Cold think, case. Wait, look at Brooklyn do. I think he froze. <laughs> hey, nigga, that shit sticks. <laughs> oh shit, that nigga. Oh, that was so funny. Oh, there you go. There you go. He froze on the funniest face, bro. Completely, bro. <laughs> But yeah, like like we said, we do not condone drinking and driving. That was yeah, a bad time in my life. Definitely that shit not. is not, it's just not okay to do. But nah, that was doom. One thousand, you driving from Arnaville to Karen Crow. Nigga, I was driving from Lafayette to New Iberia. That shit was this not thing is safe. a beast, bro. <laughs> this shit was not safe, bro. Crazy, bro. And the thing is, bro, if I tell you, the pod is not the place to talk about this, but if I tell you all the things I've drove on, <laughs> you'd be like, what yeah, the bro. fuck? What the fuck wrong with you, Lyndon? <laughs> Bro, a different I human. A I, different. I was a different human. He was, back he was young, bro. You gotta yeah. be young and dumb. Young and stupid, bro. Legit. I was just having a conversation with one of my boys from high school, and I was saying, "It's amazing that we're alive, I didn't die, bro." Yeah, like, no it's facts. Fucking amazing, my big nigga. facts. Big. Like, I, I, I agree with that a thousand. Dead ass nigga, bro. Like I, I really could have died like back, five times over. Like, God wanted me to be here, my nigga, because yeah. I was wilding. My mom was saying some major prayers for me. Less. Like, yeah. Way less. <laughs> bro, literally, nah, I agree with that. Like, I, I literally, funny you say that, it was talking to my nigga the same way. Like, we should have died about five times over. We always say, nah, if we ever thought about doing that shit again, one of us would go to jail, one of us would die. This niggas would be in rehab. Like, you can't, we can't, you can't do that. You only got that <laughs> one time in your ditch, life. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. My car have been in the ditch. Niggas would have just, the boss that just came and came got me, because I'd have been like, <laughs> yo, just sitting there, mad stupid, like, with my car in the ditch. <laughs> yo, nah, bro. God, God was with us at them bro, times. It's, it's crazy, bro, because I don't think, like, niggas that's not from Louisiana, I don't know where most of our listeners from, but them ditches there is some next-level shit. It's like, a moved, fact, bro. I moved from Louisiana and realized that that's not normal. They're it's war trenches. They're like war not, trenches. Bro, They're literally they, like, a man can, like, hide in there and <laughs> pop out and shoot it again. Bro, for real, though. Like, like <laughs> bro, in, in Vegas... I've never seen not one ditch in the state of Nevada. I could believe there's no, it. There's never no seen a ditch in New York City. Ditches. There's no. Oh yeah, y'all don't, y'all got sewers. That's what y'all yeah. got. Y'all got. I sewers. thought y'all had sewers. I'm like, what is sewers? No, bro. We don't have a sewer. And, 
and I get why, because it don't rain out here. But bro, there's ditches like that are fucking crazy. Like if you fall in that shit with your car, bro, there's like no and, guard. And don't have and don't have the ditch that has like the big metal, the big stone thing that covers up the fucking hole. You know how they got yeah, the stone, bro. like yeah. bro, and you've gone to that. Done. That car done, bro. Just get done. the tow truck, bro. It's time to come bring that shit to bro. the chop shop because that shit done. Done. Big time done. <laughs> do you do you know where um Orange Beauty Supply is? Which one? Nigga? They got, got so many. Yeah, they got multiple. Is the, the one is the one by the by the church, like right there off of fucking um university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly what you're talking about. I know, now I know oh, what you're talking about. Okay. There is a massive fucking ditch right there. One of my niggas. Fell in that bitch. He fell in that bitch. Put his car in that bro. I swear to God, his car went in like he went nose first. Oh it was God. dark. It was dark early, and it was extra fucked up. Cause picture, we was going to uh, we was going to the Saints training camp, and I told this nigga to come to my crib. I used to live off of Eras Landry. I was like, come park your car to my crib. We gonna all get in the same whip. We gonna drive to New Orleans and go to the Saints training camp. This nigga couldn't find my house because he never been before. So he tried to turn in the parking lot where Orange Beauty stop. Nigga missed the whole driveway and just <laughs> fell in the ditch. Bruh, I was like, yo, it was the craziest shit I ever seen. This nigga car was like standing on his nose, doing a handstand in that motherfucker, <laughs> bruh. I was like, man. That nigga was stressed, bro. And what's <laughs> crazy, this nigga fuck with the Saints so much, he called the tow truck. He hit his mom up. He was like, hey, can you come make sure get these the niggas truck get and he wins? <laughs> he still made it to the training camp, bro. That's who that faithful right there. I'm trying to tell you. Still made it to no, the I camp. know how that is. I know how that is. When you got something you want to go to and just some shit coming away. Nah, nigga, I'm getting there. I don't care. I'm getting there. Trust. I know, bro. <laughs> I can, oh, man, the amount of times I done fucked up my car and just kept going. That's like, literally, they was working on construction of uh, Verot. This might have been one of them times I was inebriated. I'm swerving to the fucking side. <laughs> and they got all these, like, cones and, like, and like 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 metal, like, pole type shits. I, I drive into my whole side of my car just gets shank, gash, getting Damn. gash, mirror all fucked up. And I swerve off, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm up now. I get to my house. My mom was like, what the fuck just happened? I get outside, I'm like, <laughs> that's crazy, bro. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh shit. Bro, when are these niggas not doing construction on Verrot? They've been Always. constructing on that shit since I was there, nigga. Always, <laughs> nigga. Seven years ago. <laughs> all the fuck ways. Oh shit. But that's all we got really this week, everybody. <laughs> we just we fuck bullshit around this week. But we will bring that mixtape conversation back because I'm not letting that's a fact, bro. Getting to get away Clip with that. that. Well done. <laughs> Top five. <laughs> Top five. <laughs> Not letting him get away with that, but no interview this week. No interview this week. We 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 took a little break this week, but you know, because we came strong to y'all for two months straight with a guest every week. It's gonna be happening again. We'll have a guest probably next week. But uh, y'all be safe out there if you're in Louisiana. There's a hurricane. By the time you guys hear this, my ass is evacuating. I'm not staying here for that shit. I'm women, nigga, fuck out of here, boy. I'm dimming the fuck out. But y'all, Brooklyn uh, and Doom, y'all tell them where to find y'all on social media. You, you want to start, nigga? All right, fuck it. At Ladoom, SJ, Instagram and Twitter, man. Y'all fuck with me. Bro. Especially if you think well done is top five. Y'all time. definitely go get his inbox. That nigga. Yeah, go ahead and fill that shit up, man. You can find me on all social medias at Where Brooklyn at. That's Brooklyn with a K, not a Q, baby. That's for, wait. 
with a Q, not a K, baby. Yeah. That's for marketing purposes. Not trying to get you fucked up today. Ooh, this is the first week in a while I get to pick the song of the week. Ooh, I don't know what I'm gonna pick. So whatever I pick, there's a song of the week right now. Baby, tell me why you're talking all crazy. I'm trying to understand your point of view. Baby, is this our final Kate Hurts, yeah? Or is it just another interlude? Cause baby, you get angry all the time And somehow always change your mind I don't wanna leave this undefined I think we can reach the finish line song of the week by our own editor ian hawley that was old daddy uh rough oh it's called undefined uh but the, you can find it on youtube old daddy o-l-e space daddy and the album's called rough that song is hard shout out to our editor yeah Ian, man super super fire but joining me as always for our segment bros who ball this week mr adam schubert shuby how you doing brother yeah i'm doing pretty good man ian's song gets me hype that is like my jam. It's I I I'll say I, I'll rock out to it. For oh sure. no, for sure. That song. That song is a vibe. Got to give Ian his props, man. A lot of the bros who think network people are creative, man. Shout out to Ian. Shout out to Doom. Doom makes some fire music, and of course, Krissa. Like yo, bro. We got like staff is out here killing it. Like in Brooklyn's a comedian. Like you know, we're out here doing things, man. Just just know. The network. Also, I didn't mention this earlier in the show. I told everybody off air, but if you see this flickering, it's Halloween time, so it's spooky, Lynn. Like, if you see a, a ghost pop up behind me, like, that shit may happen. Who knows? I don't know. If it does, I'll scream, though. Like, so y'all, like, and y'all won't know. Like, only I, like, Schubert, you better say something, because if YouTube sees a ghost behind me and I don't react, that'll be bad. But let's get to our, well, let's start off with college football, man. What'd you think? Let's get right. a college football update. I know I'm throwing you for a loop, but like since me and you were gonna talk, since it's just us two and Justin's ass, 
flaked on us today. Nah, I'm just I'm just shitting around. Justin Justin couldn't make it. I'm just giving him a hard time. Yeah. But because Justin couldn't make it, we might as well start off with some college football. What do you think? I, I look, I had to talk about it at um at my new job and Florida's killing it right now, man. I'm I'm in love with Florida. Am I overhyping them? Uh no, I don't think you're overhyping them. I definitely think that they're the most put together SEC East team. Um more so than Georgia at this point. Kyle Trask has got the experience. He looks like he's going to be the, the quarterback of the SEC. He looks like a high so, candidate. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it. He, I think he's probably the best quarterback in the SEC right now. So we'll see how it goes for him. And his team is, is doing really well. The defense is my, the only question mark because, you know, you gave tw- South Carolina 24. You gave Ole Miss, like, I want to say over 20-something the week before. So – you know, and th- there was actually a situation in this game where South Carolina could have made it much closer, but they didn't play the clock well. So th- they're definitely beatable, but I think that they're definitely the team to beat on the East and will probably make it their way into the championship on the East side. I, th- I think if there's going to be two teams that go to the championship, I think Florida or the playoff, the Florida is probably one of the best bets. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. That's who I'm kind of like, liking this year. All right, let me ask you. Last week you said you you picked Auburn for the upset against Georgia. What happened, yeah, brother? What happened? Uh, well, Georgia d- finally discovered an identity, mm-hmm. and they discovered it at the right time. I think it helped that they had uh, an actual crowd, because um, there were definitely p- parts of the game where the crowd did get involved and in shaking. They had out a lot Auburn. of running yards, man. Yeah, a lot of running yards. You know, Zaheer White finally lives up to his hype, and behind him is Dalvin Cook's little brother. Yeah, so, James Cook. You know, a big one-two punch for Georgia reminds you of the Sonny Michelle, Nick Chubb days. Then they you have know, a guy, the, Kendall Milton, Kenny McIntosh. Yeah, uh, the quarterback ended up, he seems to be one of those gritty, uh, do-it-for-the-team kind of quarterbacks for Georgia I don't I think he's definitely where they find themselves limited mm. um so with like maybe when they match up against Alabama and Georgia or not Georgia but Florida down the line that could be something that gets exposed but their run game is definitely a force to be reckoned with so so I'm I'm guessing Auburn's offense is not good and Bo Nix no, is not, it's it's not, not turning out to be the it's, guy that people want it's not good and Bo Nix I think would be good on a team that ran like a suitable offense but Auburn is too gimmicky for their own good. Mm, and okay. you know, I just have my own personal issues with how Auburn runs their football team. I think if they did a few other things then they could be like the dang powerhouse mm. and they just want to go out there and do all this like bro Gus smells on cra- crazy cute shit. Is the big 12 done? Like because Texas lost Oklahoma lost is the big 12. Like does this guarantee us two teams from the sec in the playoffs? Well, the thing to remember is that not all of the teams are have a loss. You know, Oklahoma State still doesn't have a loss. And if Oklahoma State runs the table, then there's no reason why they shouldn't get an opportunity to go to the playoff. True. Um, but I feel like if the I feel like the conference at this point is probably gonna beat themselves. Like I feel like Texas is gonna grab another loss, probably to Oklahoma. And I feel like Oklahoma could lose to Oklahoma State or even run the table with that one loss to Iowa State is not going to get them in. Um, So I feel like it's, you know, I feel like Ohio State is a lock unless they lose their week two game to Penn State. That's the only game worth watching. It's on Halloween. And 
Clemson's a lock, but yeah. I also think that Clemson is going to have their fair share of challenges when they play Notre Dame this year. What about when they play Miami? Are you not buying no, the Miami. Miami hype? I'm not buying Miami. Mm, okay, okay. Just have not to buy Miami. That. That's a game coming up this weekend, but we'll talk. We'll get your games to watch for this weekend in a little bit. But yeah, okay, okay. No, what we'll, else you got with the uh, the SEC? Alabama, Texas A and M. Alabama only won because they were able to come up with big plays in moments where they shot themselves in the foot. Uh, Two of their touchdowns came on a third and nine after, you know, having two blown run plays. And uh, one of their touchdowns was after a bad penalty and a sack. So, you know, they're making their fair share of mistakes too. The, they'll play Ole Miss this week, but when they come against Georgia, it's going to be a, a pretty tough game. matchup. And it's pretty early in the season. Um, and uh, LSU, Shit, well, I, I mean, the like, same week LSU has Florida, so it's going to be a tough weekend all around. Yeah, for sure. You know, that's going to be a tough one. LSU, you know, gets their bounce back against Vanderbilt. I feel like yeah. the team is better is better than they were week one. It's just gonna they they beat themselves week one. So I guess at this point now they're playing better football. We just gotta see how they play against Florida is gonna be the big test. Yo, if they beat Florida, watch out, yo. Yo, yeah. I'm gonna lo- lose my shit. I'm gonna lose my shit if they beat Florida. But that means they'd have to beat Bama. Yeah, I mean they're not out of it, um, and that mainly has to do with the fact that Mississippi State went ahead and lost to Arkansas at home. Yep. Unreal. Um, so Arkansas That's because Felipe LSU didn't want to change first win. Uh, LSU didn't want to change their defense, and Bo Pelini was hard headed. Ho- I'm guessing Ed Ogeron was like, "You better make adjustments." <laughs> like, no, bro. Like, come on, come on you gotta make adjustments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. The, you, you know, you know that they've probably fixed something, but I mean, it was Vanderbilt, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see this week weeks. against Missouri. We'll start off with uh, Missouri this maybe. week. Maybe see, see how it goes. Speaking of Missouri, they lose to Tennessee. A lot of people are saying, is Tennessee back? Is Are um, they back? That's your rival. I'm not going to say that they're not back. Like no, I, it's, no, what's It up depends with on what you mean by back. Oh, no, go ahead. Finish up like, with Tennessee because I'm going to ask you, like, what's up with some of these teams getting weird ranks? Like, why is UNC eighth? Like, okay, aren't they about well, to lose a shit ton of games? <laughs> well, Tennessee, you know, they have a coach that is probably going to – you know, potentially be the heir apparent to Saban. Ooh. Uh, you have, they've been dominating the Alabama, Alabama pipeline, at least. I mean, they've had for the past two years had Alabama's number one recruit. Um, How do you know y'all going to take Tennessee's coach, man? That's messed up. Because he was an Alabama coach. Oh, he was? Yeah. Damn. And, uh, and he's been doing a really good job, Jeremy Pruitt. And, uh, you know, their offense is a little limited when I feel like they play teams that are going to be better than Missouri and South Carolina. So we'll see what happens with them. Who do they play this next week? Um, Georgia. So that'd be fun. Um, That'll be a test for them. um, Any other games we should look for? uh, For next week. And for this week. Yeah. um, Florida, Texas A&M. I mean, that's going to be a nice ranked game in the morning. Georgia, Tennessee is the CBS game. And uh Miami Clemson, man, Saturday night. Yeah, Miami Clemson. Yeah. That's pretty much it, huh? 
Are you not buying into the to the ACC being ranked so high? Because like, um, well, bro, I mean, like, I'd probably, watch, I'd, I'd probably watch. I'd probably watch Clemson, Miami over some of these late games. Arkansas, Auburn, now Alabama, Ole Miss, now Missouri, LSU. Uh, that's in the morning. Oh, I thought that's eight. No, that's at eight at night. Oh, I guess because they changed the venue, huh? Yeah, it's at eight. It's at eight at night. Saturday night, so and then they got Florida State, Notre Dame, but all right, we're all right, let's jump to the NBA. The NBA Finals has continued, so I thought we were gonna get it. I thought we were gonna come in here. It's gonna be two two because the Lake. I mean, Miami came out in one game three, a good good win. Even though people are complaining about that AD got some some cheap fouls early, but then the Lakers come in and beat the Heat in game four, 102 to 96. I do believe the Heat had opportunities to win that game. I think the Heat yeah. themselves, because like I, I was going to tweet this, but I didn't because I didn't want to sound like a hater. But when Contavious Caldwell Pope is doing what he did and you play good defense, then you just tip your cap. But the thing is, you let Rajon Rondo get a bunch of easy, easy uh, rebounds. And I'm blaming a lot of that on Kendrick Nunn because he wasn't blocking out. Kendrick Nunn was getting a lot of turnovers and he just was making a lot. He wasn't affecting the game. And like, I know some people say Jimmy Butler needs to be more aggressive in the fourth, but Jimmy had a damn near triple-double. Tyler Hero did his thing. Bam was bam. This game was winnable. Duncan had 17 points. This was Jay Crowder missed a, a couple too many threes. And more so, I think they didn't team block out and they had too many silly turnovers. The Lakers should not have won this game. I know people are going to say the Lakers uh, came out and won, but there were moments where... The Heat had the lead, lost the lead because they gave up an offensive rebound, gets deeper in the hole because they give an offensive rebound, and gets deeper in the hole because they give an offensive rebound in the fourth quarter. If they, yeah. if they block out, and the thing was, it wasn't AD getting the rebounds. It was guards. It was Caruso and Rondo. That's none. That's hero. You got to, got to, got to block out. They beat themselves, at least in my opinion. I do think that the Lakers took advantage of – their momentum at at some point, I think it was like when it was 83, 83 or something, it was really close. And then it seemed like LeBron drove, got a foul. Um, you know, Rondo drove, got a foul. So and then I remember way that Jimmy Butler played when they called a foul on Jimmy. That wasn't a foul. That was a big momentum shifter as well. When, when they said Jimmy pushed off, if that, if that's the offensive foul, the the thing where LeBron uh, knocked out hero and then dunked and it was all over the internet, LeBron did this and he did it more so than Jimmy. They're not calling it both ways. Like, let me say that from the refs, but people could say, ah, you're just being biased. Like I understand the AD fouls were cheap in game three, but AD be fouling. Like that's the thing. He does foul, but you know, whatever. I'm not trying to be biased. LeBron had an okay game. I mean, LeBron carried him for the most part. He had 28, 8, and 12. LeBron played decent. AD kind of was a no-show with uh, 22, 4, and 9. I'm giving it to Contavious Caldwell-Pope, man. Contavious Caldwell-Pope is the reason why they won that game. He started balling uh, I mean, I'm not going to deny that Contavious Caldwell-Pope isn't why they won the game, but get LeBron getting 28, 12, and 10. That's fire. He played is, good. Is not, is like, is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I know. I said decent. No, yeah. No, LeBron played good. LeBron definitely played good. Oh, AD? Man. AD's not final. It was all right. You he's know, not finals MVP, Schubert. I'm sorry. No, he's not finals I, MVP. I don't care what anybody says. He's not finals MVP. I'm sorry. No, definitely not. Like, LeBron's earned it. Uh, I love... If they give it how, to him, I'm going to be like, I, I've wow. Been, 
I've been with Lakers fans and LeBron's fans now because I am seeing the hypocrisy out there because the people are just like, because before this bubble started, people are like, oh, you know, you got to put an asterisk on this just because how difficult the bubble is and like going through the bubble and winning the bubble championship is the greatest thing ever. And then people are like, oh, we can't really count this championship for LeBron because it was the bubble championship. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me now? At first it was like, Portland was difficult. Then it was... Yeah. Uh, wait till they play the Nuggets or it was wait till they play Houston. The Clippers. But then they were like, but no, they was like, wait till they play Houston. And then they were like, oh, Denver's going to do something to them. And then now they're they're saying, oh, well, they didn't play the Clippers. So it's not a real championship. It's ridiculous. It's hypocrisy. I'm going to be honest. Like, I I appreciate LeBron's greatness this year. And like I said, I said this earlier. Like, I I am, like, for this man to do this in year 17, he's playing amazing. Like, LeBron is showing why he's still the best player on the earth. Now, when I think KD comes back and and maybe Kawhi next year, I don't know. But at this moment, it is LeBron James. He's the best player on earth. It is not Anthony Davis because we saw when Anthony Davis was required to, to ball, he couldn't. And he had a bad game. When LeBron has a bad game, it's like he can. LeBron's bad game is still in the twenties. Anthony Davis had a fifteen-point game in Game Three, and and I know people are like, "Oh, uh, he got in foul trouble." Anthony Davis still played thirty-seven minutes and only had fifteen points. Like I said, he shies away in the fourth quarter, and I know people are gonna say, "Well, Lenny, he hit that big shot in uh Game Four, but if we're being honest, they already had the lead. That wasn't like a clutch shot. That was just to push the lead farther ahead. And like, that was one of the only shots he made. Like Anthony was not, was not dominating in game, uh, in game four, as much as people want to believe. I'm giving this to, like I said, LeBron James and Contavious Caldwell Pope for sure. Now, do we think that he'd have a chance to win game five? I don't think so. I think LeBron's going to come in and close it. Like, I think LeBron smells blood in the water, and I think he's about ready to go home and whip Bronny ass. <laughs> That's what the internet keeps saying. <laughs> I love those memes. It's like Bronny, Bronny talking to Jimmy Butler. It's like, okay, just slip me one more game. Like. Yeah, give me one more game before my go experience eternal hell when my father comes home. Yo! And like it was, he, he just turned like 16 right now, and people are like, he's Happy 16, birthday, he's sweating. <laughs> yeah, he's sweating. Yo, I feel for Bronny because like, Yo, that must be the worst. Like, his dad's not there. I'm sure his mom already did him something. But you know when his pops get home, it's going down. It's just like, damn. So, yeah, hopefully hopefully Jimmy can get another game off him. But I just I just don't know. But I got to give Jimmy Butler his props. He's done his thing. I think if Jimmy Butler yeah. gets another superstar there, because granted, Goran Dragic would have helped this, but I don't know, like, who knows? But I think if I Jimmy mean, like- gets another superstar, it's for sure the Heat are going to be back. You know, at this point, I've for the Heat, I'm sitting and watching the series thinking, like, is this, like, one of their 30 for 30 moments? Like, is this, like, you know, they went to the championship, met LeBron, Draja gets hurt, you know, like, is this where next they start building their core of Hero, Adebayo, and Jimmy, and keep building that up with, you know, none being maybe a six-man. Um, maybe signing and- Giannis, who knows? Maybe signing Giannis, you know, I think the Heat are show have showed that they are a force to be reckoned with in the NBA, which I think is what they really wanted to establish at this point. And so LeBron's going to get the his Nets title. Are the favorite outright. No, no, no. I mean, so LeBron's going to get his title this year, and I think that this bubble was a tremendous success. And I mean, you know, people want to talk about ratings or whatever, but I mean, you know, this is a completely crazy and separate situation. I think it was. 
you know, ended up being super Hockey entertaining. Ratings were down a lot. Like uh, the U.S. Open ratings were down. It's just sports right now, man. This is yeah. I mean, like, and it's been like that in all election years in the past, you know, decade. So good luck back at that ratings, people. Yeah. But you know. I think we got some really great basketball and even in the big, you know, the early regular season weeks, we got some really great moments. So I think this is going to be a pretty great thing to look back on and remember and LeBron winning a title from it. I think, you know, just makes it the icing on the cake of like this era of NBA and to do it and to do it with the Lakers on the year that Kobe passed away. Yeah. That's huge. Is also a big, pretty big deal. Yeah, that's a big, Ooh. big deal. <laughs> you got Shura's music playing, trying to get a know, damn, damn ads. <laughs> so wait, okay, so do we think a bubble's happening again? Because Adam Silver said the start date is looking at tentatively January. They may push it back. Like, I don't know what the NBA is going to do. They said they're trying to wait to get fans, but like the way COVID's looking, I, mean, I don't know if they're going to get fans. I don't know because it's difficult because, you know, you have some states like Florida and like Georgia, you know, for the Hawks. They're just going to be like, well, you know, we don't have any rules anyway. So, like, you guys can come and play, whatever. But, like, I could see them doing something like what baseball is doing with their playoffs where they have, like, different location bubbles where, like, let's say they're going to, like, start the season off where, like, you know, Eastern Conference teams are going to be either in New York City or mm. Orlando. Probably not New York City, honestly. But, it's, you know, a city up there. Somewhere in the like city that, in the yeah. south, and then like you know, we established one in Texas and one in you know Utah, California, maybe somewhere somewhere over Arizona, somewhere like over that over there. Yeah. So and then we'd have those regions face off in the, in the beginning until mm. we figure out where where we would be at. That's my guess on the way that you could do it with like a sl- a small bubble. But I don't know, man. I, I'm just really happy with how things turned out with this and I'm excited to see the the new slate. And I mean, like looking at that new slate is what really excites me and just getting ready for the draft and seeing how these teams build. Yeah. Cause no, I feel like, you know, I, you know, since what we talked about this year was this is the first year that the NBA felt really wide open and it was, it was wide open and you know, LeBron ended might, up getting it. It might be wide open again next year too. So it's gonna yes. be interesting. It's gonna be very, very interesting because seeing another seeing Luka Doncic come back for another year, tough. Seeing what the Pels do is gonna be interesting. I'm excited for that. Seeing the Denver Nuggets come back, what moves they make. Do they trade for a Drew Holiday to push them over the edge? Do they trade for a does Victor Oladipo go sign over there? Where does Victor Oladipo go? Does he go to the Knicks? Like there's a lot of interesting storylines this all what do what is the the Doc Rivers 76ers? Look which, like yeah. Which starter they trade? What do they get for him? Do they trade like the rumor right now? And this is what our uh what uh Rashad Phillips said. Um, let me see. I think his name is RP3 on Twitter because I want to give him his props because this is what he said. And like we're gonna see if this happens. Yeah, RP3 natural Rashad Phillips. That's Max Van Auken's guy. And uh, shout out to Max. But he tweeted this. He said that he bets that Doc Rivers is gonna trade Ben Simmons to the Timberwolves for the first pick and some other shit. And then he's going to draft LaMelo ball to put with Joel Embiid and the 76ers and then have Ben Simmons, D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns. Whoa. Maybe interesting. That may be interesting. They're all friends. You know, and I feel like that is good for the 76ers too. 
Because they needed like a, a better duo for him. The question is, is LaMelo Ball going to be better than Ben Simmons? That is the question. That's the major question. Like, is it worth this trading? Is big, big stretch. That's a big, that's a big step, bro. To trade LaMelo Ball, like, like, yo. You'd have but, to tell me if like they have any other asset because they'd have to give them at least somebody. Like who? Like, like what would they give them? Like uh like your, Culver? Your, your, your seventh or eighth best player. Jared Culver? The pick from last year? Maybe. That's possible. They could use Jared Culver too. Does that make Philly better? We don't, I, I mean, we don't know what LaMelo DeVault, but I think it has to because, like, it fixes spacing. There's now space. And shooters. And LaMelo, and if anything, worse come to worse, LaMelo can shoot, like, legit. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think he's going to, look, I think LaMelo's going to be better than Lonzo. At least. Really? At least in the beginning. Now, by the end of career, I do think Lonzo's going to have a big year this year. I really do. I think Alonzo is going to have a big, big year in this upcoming year. He's working out super, super hard. Now, if Lonzo becomes the player I thought he could be, I thought Lonzo was all-star caliber point guard. Now, the thing is, if Lonzo reaches what I thought he could be, then he might be better than LaMelo. But if LaMelo – but see, the thing is, LaMelo is like a scorer, and he's six seven point guard. If LaMelo's coming out scoring, lighting it up, I could see him maybe be big, being better than Lonzo. It's going to be interesting, man, because, like, I think at first LaMelo is going to be better than Lonzo, but by the end of career, Lonzo has more skills that are that translate to a long-lasting career, like good defense, good vision, good passing, like he's a good hustler. LaMelo's a good yeah. scorer. So I mean, not- I feel like you if one way you could say it is that maybe LaMelo has a better career statistically, but I feel like Lonzo is capable of being on a team that goes somewhere. Yeah. And I think Lonzo's capable of being an all-star. Not saying LaMelo's not, because LaMelo definitely is. But, like, I don't know. I like Lonzo more at UCLA, but LaMelo was a kid. And, but what I saw from LaMelo was just, like, a lot of, like, he's, he's a score-first point guard. So they're two different, like, players. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But let's jump to the NFL. COVID's running rampant. I'm glad we just <laughs> picked up the NBA because COVID's running rampant. The Bills and t- Titans might not play. Tennessee denied so let me read you this because we read this before that Tennessee was lying to people so basically the Titans said that they had been shut down since last Tuesday morning however it was actually reported by longtime Tennessee uh announcer and reporter let me get his name because I don't want to I'm not I'm not saying this but uh Titans reporter Paul Kahorsky that a group of Titans players worked out at a high school in Nashville on September 30th, one day after team facility was closed because of outbreak. Another report says it was about 15 players. I feel like the, it's always sunny. Things should be like the gang catches the gang catches COVID. Like that should be played right now. Like what is wrong with the Titans? Like why did they do I that? Know, it's a I, I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, but I feel like it's one of those things where if it happens to somebody in the facility, then it is going to spread like this. It almost makes me just want to say, just boot the Titans from the season. <laughs> we just go on without them. Well, let me, we got more teams to talk about. So it's like there was, the league was saying if they find out that they broke protocol, they're, they're going to make them forfeit and give it to the Bills. They may do that. Do you feel that's unnecessary? Do you feel that's too much or do you feel like it's warranted? No. You're saying keep I mean, them on the season, so you don't care. <laughs> no, I mean, like, you know, if they get, if, if they're doing, 
their medical staff who has every other medical staff has to do the same things that they're doing. And if they can't keep up with what they were supposed to be doing, if their team can't be keep up with what they're supposed to be doing, then they should be punished by not winning games. That's a and fact. They and they shouldn't have to put the bills through that. Who's been at, following at protocol. Yeah. Who's four and oh, they've been following the rules. protocol. So, yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, and at this point, I'm not even interested in them as a team. Yeah. No, like, I don't think anything about them is really interesting compared to like the Colts or the Jaguars in their conference, which I'm way more interested in. Now, what sucks is the next team we're going to talk about is Stefan Gilmore for the Patriots got COVID. So now Cam and Stefan and we saw Stefan take a picture with Patrick Mahomes at the end of the game. Patrick Mahomes is on COVID watch. So we're gonna have to watch to see if he gets it. But like, yo, it's just running rampant in there. Then I thought she did a bubble. Like I'm just the NBA made it work. So now. I feel like we should. Everybody should just did a bubble. I feel like it's just harder for the NFL because, like, they have to do a whole season. Yeah, and the NBA really only had to ask like a quarter, like half of their teams. Yeah, and like you know, only had to be, keep them there for a certain amount of time. Like, it's a long, 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 long. Time. What did major baseball? What did major league baseball do when teams got COVID? Did they just kick them out? They just postponed games. Oh, and then they just waited till people were healthy. Pretty much, yeah. That's what the NFL is about to have to do. I feel like the NFL season is, is teetering right now. Well, I feel like the issue lies with fantasy right now because, like, people need to have the games come out before Wednesday. And if you can't push back, like... like a, <laughs> I feel like the NFL is going to have to say, fuck fantasy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're going to have to, like... But see, how that, do they do they the gambling? Like, are they partnering yeah. with the gambling things? That's another question. See, so it's just... it's. It's definitely a cluster. Yeah. But, you know, some some of the teams are starting to let uh, fans back in, if you heard. What teams? The, uh, the Miami Dolphins are going to go full capacity. Look it up. <laughs> Yo, they're idiots! Well, I mean, they've never gone full capacity before ever, so <laughs> With the, you know, maybe. Have you ever seen the Bugs Bunny meme where he just cuts off Florida from the United States? We really just need to cut them off, bro. Like, just like, why? Like, we see teams are getting COVID without fans. Now we're going to go full capacity? Full capacity? Where people are not even social distancing? What is wrong with them? Like, what are we doing? Yo, yeah, Donald, like- Donald, get your mans. That get your mans, DT. Because I know you not I, as much as you about make, letting these people play sports and make their money. That's not good for his campaign. <laughs> I, I remember like listening to an interview where they were talking to the people for the Super Bowl, and like they're like, "Oh, well, you know, we're gonna have to figure out what to do about the Super Bowl with all this stuff going on." They're like, "What do you mean? Like, we're just gonna we're gonna do the event? Like, it's the Super Bowl." <laughs> In Tampa or whatever, Tampa's like, yeah, we're we're gonna do it. Like, we're gonna do the whole thing. Why? Oh man, we're we're, we're not gonna be to the movies till 2022, man. I'm so sad. Oh, I am so sad that the Batman has gotten pushed. And I know this is not movie talk, but this ties into all of this. The Batman gets pushed to 20 fucking 22 because of this dumb shit. Because of this, like, gosh. If and you know what? You know what's happening in New Zealand? They're having parties. They're having concerts. New Zealand's having fun right now. New Zealand followed protocol and was locked down for two months. Now their economy is booming. They have far less people. What, but still, Schubert, they still living life now. China's li- China and South Korea are living life now. So it's just shitty. But let's get back to football if, the, if this week happens. So, oh, oh are we going to talk about some of the games last week? The Browns beat the Cowboys' ass. I, yeah. I told y'all. Dude, 
they, I think they, they figured really out Odell. I mean, well, I mean, it's the Browns, and I could say the same thing about the Saints, is that they're, they finally figured out their identity for what they need to go through this season. There was a lot of comparisons between Baker Mayfield and Drew Brees. Maybe that's the case because he's playing like Drew Brees is now. You know, I feel like they're both game managers. I feel like they're both going to be people who make certain throws in certain situations, and that's, like, going to have to be their M.O. Um, but they got a know, power Nick, run. Nick Chubb being injured hurts, but you they still have Kareem you know, Hunt. You still have Kareem Hunt. The running backs behind them looked like they were going to be able to carry the load. Yeah, Hilliard. So, uh, I mean, I I like the Browns. I feel like the NFC North is definitely kind of carrying um, out of all the divisions. Like, I feel like, but it's really difficult with the AFC because they have so many teams out there that I feel like could be the seven to make it in. Yeah. Um, where the NFC has a little less. No, that's true. The NFC definitely has less. Man, I was just, I was just like Stefanski's figured out Odell. He was like, if I can't get my quarterback to get him the ball, I'm gonna do trick plays. I'm gonna do jet sweeps. I, he kind of did the Kyle Shanahan Rams offense pretty much. It's like it, it kind of looked like 49ers ass when like Jimmy Garoppolo can't get the ball down the field. It's okay. We'll run Debo Samuel on a on a jet sweep. We'll run Robert Woods on a jet sweep, and that's what they're doing with Odell. And if I'm Odell, I'm happy with this now that my coach is using me like a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, it's pretty much get the ball to him in any way possible. Yep. And it's kind of the same with Jarvis Landry, too. I still feel like he's on the block. I yeah, think that Jarvis Landry could do so good for any team that's a contender right now. The Patriots Not that need him. The Browns aren't, but the Browns don't really need him, and they could get him for you know some assets. Yep. But the Patriots, yeah, the Patriots need him bad, and I think the Packers need him, need him bad. The Patriots, uh, so. the Patriots did lose this week to the Chiefs. The Chiefs did beat them. Well, they didn't have a quarterback. Yeah, Brian Hoyer played horrible. So that was a game that happened. The Bills beat the Raiders. And first, are they real? Are they fake? I'm going to ask you this again. See if you change your mind. Is Josh Allen an MVP candidate? Is it real? Is it fake? No, I think he's an MVP candidate. The Bills are real, man. Josh Allen, I said this last week, MVP candidate. Josh Allen play, is playing great right now. 24-34, 288 yards, two touchdowns. He had he didn't have any rushing yards this week. Steph, him having Stephon Diggs stretch the field has been amazing. Cole Beasley has a short route. John Brown stretching the field as well. The Bills are the real deal, holy field. I'm loving everything I saw from the Bills. Man, were we too early? Real or is, is, are the Cardinals in trouble? Is that real? Is that fake? Yeah, I think the Cardinals are in trouble. Um, people are starting to figure out how to contain Kyler Murray, and uh, the Arizona's defense just really isn't that strong. Carolina carved him up. Teddy Bridgewater did a really good job, and Carolina is not going to be a team that's going to contend for a playoff spot. Not at all. So. I think, but see, Kyler Murray still played well. I think it's more so their defense just isn't good, man. He had three touchdowns, no interceptions. He only threw it for 133 yards, though. He was just dinking and dunking, and he had uh he had uh seventy eight yards rushing though. I think it's more so on the defense though with the Cardinals. But I'm a with you. They are in trouble. That is real. I mean, a, they don't they story. don't have like an actual running game. Like yeah, they at do all. Not. Like it's, they, just him. it's only Kyler Murray. It's just him. So yep. that's difficult for them too. Ooh, uh, Big Dig Nick. We asked last week, was he real or was he fake? You you said he was fake. Let's bring it back, man. What 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 up? What, what happened with Big Dig Nick? I know the Colts. The Colts should have had more points, and I'm pretty sure me and you talked about this, like, during Bros Who Binge, like, a pre-record session. But, like, Phillip Rivers is not good. 
Like Phillip no. Rivers is not good. The Colts are a really good team. They're running the game as well with Jonathan Taylor. And then you can go with Neon Hines, but it's more so Taylor is a, is a dog. And then you have weapons with Paschal, T.Y. Hilton, Trey Burton. It's just Phillip Rivers can't get it to him, man. Like T.Y. Hilton was no. so wide open. And I told you this over the phone, like, uh, Philip Rivers just threw the ball over his head one time. It was a wide open first. It's just like, dang. But the Colts have a great defense. I think the Colts are real. And the Bears, maybe the Bears are who we thought they were. And just not a good team. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's – I don't know wh- what kind of team the Bears are. And I still feel like when you're figuring out your quarterback, you're still figuring out what kind of team you're going to be. Yep. I, I just don't really get, like, their direction. And, like, losing – Cohen for the year is going to be difficult. Um, but I don't know. I mean, at this point, I still feel like they pulled what's his face out too early. You know, now oh, I feel like they, they should have started Nick Foles from the jump. But, you know, Trubisky won two games and then, like, was just going to lose to the Atlanta game, which I mean, like, sure, he loses one game. I mean, Nick Foles came out in his first start and, like, got demolished. Like, granted, it was the best defense in the NFL. So. We'll see how it goes. We'll give him another week but, this week, but like but I just don't. I, I, I don't know. Nothing about Chicago that I'm like, oh, you know yeah. what Chicago does really well? This like just, I just can't think of anything. Back. That's it. And it's like they don't even rush that well because, like, granted, the Colts also have the best offensive line in football. So like, yeah, yeah. So like maybe that's why. But like I, I don't know. I'm with you. I don't see like you said what. The Browns does fantastic. What the Ravens do that are fantastic. They run the ball fantastically. The Ravens also has a great defense. The pass, the offense for the Chiefs, fantastic. When you look at Seattle, they don't have a good defense, but their offense is fantastic. Like the Saints, they have great play calling and good running ability. The Bears, yeah, you don't know yeah. what that you don't know what that standout is. The Colts yeah, you don't the know defense. what the standout is for them. Is. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, that's enough. Are we sure's this week? Oh well, uh, I got a are we sure? I mean, I got, I got a. Well, this is not real or fake. Well, yeah, it's it's real or fake, but it's more so. Are we sure? Are we sure that Kyle Allen's gonna succeed this week? Oh is God, is that real or is that fake? <laughs> I think I think Dwayne Haskins got robbed. Yeah, he got screwed. <laughs> like I think that you know what's his face Rivera went over <laughs> to the Redskins and was like, oh, I'm gonna get my 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 boy Kyle Allen over here. Hey, they're we're gonna put gonna, him in no matter what. We're just gonna keep it going, but we're gonna give Dwayne Haskins his first games where he like you know played really tough teams um the ravens the browns and the cardinals and beat the eagles which was an, a, a big upset beat the so, eagles I mean, like, sure. i don't know i do not feel like they gave that dude his a fair, fair shot yeah no i'm with you kyle and I, I don't know if it's gonna work i don't think it's gonna work i'm i'm i, I like kyle in, in carolina but now that they did that to Dwayne, i'm not i don't know if i'm like, rocking with the kyle and i'm worried because like T- I had a Terry uh, McLaurin in one of my fantasies. It's He's been doing really well. Get him to him. Yeah. But like, you know, Dwayne Haskins and him were teammates. So they have like that connection. connection. And it's like, you take your boy damn. out. Yeah. Might, might hurt the team. We're going to see. I, I think Khan's not going to succeed. I think this is going to be fake. So, you know, that, yeah. that, that's how that's the are we sure are we fake? What games are you looking forward to this week? Schubert? Let's start off. So because Bills and Titans aren't probably going to play, we're not going to say that. Also, I don't think Patriots and Broncos are going to play because of COVID with that. The first game I got is the Sunday Sunday game, 325, Colts and Browns. Best defense in the league versus 
an offense that's finally starting to realize itself. Can this Kevin Stefanski offense with run game heavy Kamara, Hilliard, getting Odell in on sweeps, doing short passes, getting it to their playmakers. Can that offense overcome the defense? Is the Browns defense good enough to stall a a a, a washed Phillip Rivers? I'm going to say it. A wash, Phillip Rivers. That's the game I got. I actually have... I got the Browns winning a close game 21 to 14. I just don't think the all-coach offense can get it done. Yeah, I kind of have to agree with you there. I think this is like a almost a, an early season-defining game for both teams because they're two teams that I feel like if I'm going to put all teams together, I'd rank them very close. Yeah. Like, I feel like they're both, like, at the same level, and this is going to be – Wild card you know, teams. Yeah, I mean, this is really going to, like, tell me who I would put above the other. And uh, I think it'll be Cleveland, and I think it'll be something fairly close. Um, I think it's going to be, like, Baker Mayfield maybe throws one touchdown. And he did, like, uh, a run touchdown. Yeah, and then Kareem Hunt gets like, and I think it's gonna be like the one touchdown is like a screen pass to Kareem Hunt. Yeah, they might get like a field goal, get to like seventeen, while Philip Rivers gets a touchdown and a field goal, ten points, something like something like that. Low scoring game, kind of like this week. So, all right, what game you got? You're looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to the Thursday night game, Tampa Bay and Chicago. I feel Mm -hmm. like it's another situation between teams that have the same record. And you're trying to figure out where do you place them within the hierarchy of of the season so far, you know? Because Chicago could come out and win this game and really prove why they should be a four and one team, uh, or Tampa Bay can come out and beat somebody with a plus five hundred record. Um, I got Tam- you know. I got Tampa Bay, man. I'm pulling for Tampa Bay. Good defense. The Buccaneers have a good defense. And the question is, can Tom just keep doing it week to week? Because the Bucks defense is real. So I got Tampa Bay winning this game. Yeah, I also have Tampa Bay winning this game. I think their defense is strong. I think my uh, fantasy defense. I think yeah, I think the Buccaneers have finally figured out who's who's the go tos on offense. Tom's got his little Scotty Miller gadget guy, you know. So He's I feel like Mike Evans is the Gronk in the end zone, just chucking it much. up. And then Gronk is a decoy. Yep, Gronk's the decoy. I don't think decoy. that dude's got but like two Chris catches God- all season. Chris Godwin's his deep threat if he can get like get him there one a game, two a game. So yeah, no, yeah, I like AJ that Howard. game. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, they're, they're pretty. They're just a really strong team. I think that this is going to be like a big statement game for them to say, "Hey, we are here." I'm with you. I'm with you. Another game I got is Saints Chargers, man. Monday Night Football. Can the Saints contain young Justin Herbert? I know we beat the Lions. I told y'all last week we were going we to beat the Lions. That's a game the Saints win. Can they realize their identity of running against a pretty de- decent Chargers defense? I do have the Saints winning, but it's going to be a close one, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers win just because if Justin Herbert starts to starts to get it going, he can shred the field, him and Keenan Allen, and there's nobody that can guard. Well, it really depends on the Justin Herbert you get, you know? Do you get the Justin Herbert that showed up last week against Tom Brady, or you did get the Justin Herbert that showed up the week before and, like, lost? I don't remember what that game was. But, you know, or do you get the one that was in the Patrick Mahomes game the, the the first time he came out? You know, he's been playing some really good games, and there's no there's no advantage for the Saints being the home team. So I really feel like the Chargers have a great opportunity to win this game. And I feel like there's just a lot of things that are still exposed for the Saints that they're just 
they're not ready to assert themselves on national television and win the game. Like I think that Los Angeles has all the pieces to win. And with the saints, they're still, they've not, I do give them credit that they discovered this power run identity because Latavius Murray has been sitting there the whole time. Like give me the ball. Every time I touch the ball, I get five to six yards. So they figured that out. They're it just depends the right on how game. they play. I, I'm just basing it on that. I feel that Sean Payton and, and, and the saints feel we are still one of the best teams in the NFC. And this is a game that one of the best teams in the NFC have to win. It's, but I do yeah. see the possible where they could lose. I, like I'm not arguing with that Are issue they, with that at all. I mean, it depends on who from the injury list ends up on the field. Too. That too, and how the defense look because the defense is barren right now. It is barren. Give me another game you're looking forward to. There's not too many more. Um, I would say that I would keep an eye on. There's really not too many more. <laughs> Let me see which one you're gonna say. Um, I'd, let's go with, um, dang, it is pretty, pretty scarce. Pretty, pretty scarce. Uh, since that Bills Titans game is not there. Cause you know me, I say the Bills every week. Bills are must see TV. Damn Titans screwing that up. Are you going with Joe Burrow versus Lamar? Or are you going no, with Eagles I'm probably going to go with Vegas and Kansas City. Ooh, okay. Okay. Um, division game, you know, Kansas City is pretty much been the dominant team but like how how is their season going to progress throughout the year are they going to be the team that like loses a week five game to the vegas raiders just out of the blue or are they going to be a team that like keeps winning um you know so i don't know vegas kind of needs this win it's definitely going to be something that they're going to like come out for because vegas you you could ask are they real are they fake and right now they're kind of showing they're fake that exactly. Team. So, like, I think Josh Jacobs has to step up in a big way. I feel like he does. He's, he does. He's can get. He's compiling his stats, but on sh- very short runs, he hasn't really broke it. Broke anything. And I think this um, is the week he could do it because the Chiefs' defense isn't that. Chiefs' run defense isn't that good, especially without Chris Jones this week. True. So yeah, I think you know this is a big time for Vegas to get the win. Um. So what you think what they win? Patrick Mahomes going to do about it? I, I think that they're going to win. Yeah. Ooh, I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think. He, I think the Chiefs are sleepwalking this week. Ooh, okay, okay. I'm not Patrick mad Patrick Mahomes is sitting here worried about if he's got COVID or not. That is true. That, look, let me say this. If Patrick Mahomes has COVID, the Raiders are winning this game. <laughs> but if he if he's there, then I think I think they'll win. But I'm, I'm not mad at what you said because I definitely think this is one where it's possible. No Chris Jones, a lot of people out. The running game, I think, with uh, John Gruden has his team going. The thing that worries me is the Raiders' defense because if Patrick Mahomes is on, he will shred them up and can – Derek Carr match a shootout with the Chiefs. If he can, Raiders have a chance. But if not, I don't know. Uh, I guess the final game I'll say, because there's really nothing else. I'm going to say Eagles-Steelers. See, that's the one I keep staring at. It keeps it's, popping up at me. because It's just interesting one. because, like, you know, Philadelphia's coming off a win. And they're in the lead Pittsburgh, in the NFC East. Pittsburgh needs to win at all costs because you're seeing what the, the two teams in their division are doing. And when, it, and at the end of the day, the Bengals really aren't, a, they're not a, a, an easy out. No, they're like, not. It's not like an easy win. You got to at least show up. Cause if not, Joe Burrow going to act, put the pain on you. If you just, exactly. Exactly. So like Pittsburgh needs to make sure they can get every win they can. And this is a team that is off but they've come off a, a win. So like, are they, do they feel like they have the momentum now? You want to kick them while they're down. It's also an in-state game. Yep. Um, you know, probably 
probably a lot's going to go into that. A big, yeah. a big rivalry. So Philadelphia, City of Brotherly Love versus Pittsburgh, the, the blue collar city. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I'm that. That's the only other game I think is interesting because like everything else is kind of you know what's going to happen. <laughs> like everything else. I don't know. I don't know if it's I know it's going to happen. Like if I run through it real quick. You know, Carolina, Atlanta, I feel like that's probably going to be Carolina, but Atlanta could easily win it. I think this is Dan Quinn's last week, and I think he's about to get the Bill O'Brien treatment. Fired! Oh, speaking of that, Bill O'Brien got fired. That was a good call. Great. It should have been happening. It should have been happening. It should have happened last year after the playoffs. Before they got rid of Hopkins. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Crazy. And they play the Jags. I think the Jags will whip their ass. Arizona, New York, Sam Darnold's benched for <laughs> Joe Flacco. Arizona's winning that. Wait, is he really? Because um, of yeah. an injury? Uh, yeah, sort of. Or is he just binged? I just heard that Joe Flacco's starting. That's what, what? I What? No, no way. Yes. No way, bro. Let me look it up. While I'm, look, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, he's not um, with a shoulder injury. Yeah, he's not just – don't just say he's just starting for Sam Darnold like they gave Joe Flacco the keys to the well, franchise. Dwayne Haskins is benched and he's playing the Rams and uh, the Rams are going to destroy them. Uh, Baltimore and Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, you know, pray for, but pray for, pray for your life. Yeah. Cause you're going to get hit so hard. They're, they're going to lose. Houston Jacksonville is going to be close. Let me say this. I hope Joe Burrow doesn't get hurt before he gets offensive line, because if Joe Burrow can actually get a line and actually have a fighting chance with, Boyd and Mixon and like some of the weapons he has, I think the Bengals could be good if they could block for him. Like I think the Bengals have like a shot at being something special. But y'all gotta protect Joe, man. Like yeah. if it, like if Joe keep taking licks, I might sit him for the rest of the year. Y'all not gonna win. Like why burn him out? And I know yeah, that's I like I know that's point. like a crazy I know that's like a crazy call. Like no, he has to play. But it's like. Bro, he's going out there every week and getting hit, having to do magic. And it's like, he's shown I can get 300 yards a week. Pow, pow, pow. Like, if Joe had an offensive line, he might be an MVP candidate as a rookie. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, if he if he has the team around him, they're going to be dangerous. Exactly. But, um, like, imagine if Joe Burrow was on the Saints. Ah! Ah! <laughs> we would dominate! <laughs> It could still happen. Yeah, hopefully, yo, yo, trade Jameis in the first pick. Yo, they wouldn't do that. There's no way they do that. And I think Jameis is going to be successful. But also, they got the shootout: Russell Wilkins versus the Vikings. And there's no way Kirk Cousins is going to be able to put enough points up to keep up with Russ. Let no. Russ. Coach. The, keep the only other game Russ. I'd say is worth talking about is Miami San Francisco because what I'm hearing is that Fitzpatrick loses this game, they might start oh, Tua. They're going to start. They should have been started Tua. Try it out. And your boy Nick Mullins got benched for CJ. Yeah, Jeffrey. he did get benched. <laughs> Shout out to Nick, bro. We fuck with Nick on this show. I was I wanted him to succeed, Schubert. I thought he could have took Jimmy G's job. Him. I was buying the Kool-Aid. It ain't done for him. He's still gotta like, you know, he's still gotta fight it out. Yeah, if CJ Beathard starts fucking up, they're gonna switch back. They're gonna be doing that back and forth shit. Uh I think San Francisco's gonna be Miami. If it's yeah. mad, if it's tragic, nope. it's over for him. The one thing and let's see if I can flip to it real quick. You know, thinking about, I'm already thinking about the end of the season right now because I'm so invested in like some of these college players. Mm-hmm. But at the, if we're drafting now, the, the first pick is between the Falcons, the um, Jets and the Giants. Does the Jet, do the Jets take Trevor Lawrence? 
that's the question. Like all three of those teams have quarterbacks that they feel like are franchise quarterbacks. The Falcons I, could take Trevor Lawrence and restart. I, yeah, I think they they definitely could, and I feel like especially because they're going to go in a new coach direction. The only one I see um, not taking Trevor is the Giants. I think y'all like Daniel Jones that much, and Daniel Jones has been playing good. Yeah, Daniel Jones isn't bad, but I mean he isn't Trevor Lawrence. So would you want to would you want to take Trevor Lawrence instead of de- in, instead of picking like a great safety or corner? Or- I feel like I feel like in, there's cases where you have to like it's one of those things where you know let's say you know you're an NBA team and you're drafting and LeBron is the number one pick, but you have you know a, an already all star small forward. You're like, oh well, I mean, it got to it's generational talent. <laughs> so I mean, it's like the Pelicans, like you know. They they had Brandon Ingram who was supposed to be their you know large you know larger forward. forward and then they get Zion because you know you can't just not pick Zion yeah so that's true. I don't that's know true. but I, I would I, at that point I would be interested to see which team he went to the other teams that'd be in the running at would be like Denver I think Denver I think likes Drew Lock I think they like him too. Um, but I'm also thinking about guys like Justin Fields and all of that. I feel like if I was Atlanta, I would go for one of those guys mm-hmm. because they're going to be at the bottom. Yeah, Atlanta definitely should. I think Atlanta and the Jets should. Even though the Jets have Sam Darnold, it's like, I don't know. I'm liking Daniel Jones more than Sam Darnold right now. Sam Darnold seems like he can't get it done. He's dinking and dunking every week. I don't know what Kyle Hurd was seeing when he was loving this guy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, even I haven't said it before. I, I think even on the podcast – that when I saw Rosen versus Darnold, I thought Rosen did better. I'm just so sad Josh Rosen's just sitting on the bench somewhere. He's in Miami. Yeah, he's in Miami. Is he still there? Yeah. I thought he was in uh, somewhere else. Uh, maybe he did. Maybe he didn't move out. No, I, thought, I think he's somewhere else. I think he's somewhere with like an old quarterback. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. He, Tampa yeah, Bay. He's actually, yeah, he's learning on the Tom. I like that for Josh. I do. I do. I do. I really do. Like, I think it's going to be lit for him. <laughs> he might, he That's might take cool. over for Tompa when Tompa's done two, three years, max. <laughs> Maybe. Unless Tom's like, I'm going for five more years. Oh my gosh. No way. But, but that's all we got yeah. this week. Really? That's it. Yeah. Tell the people they can find you out on social media. Schubert. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram at hubert 14. And you can check out the bros who binge podcast at the beginning of the week. Uh, you know, the boys season finales this week, which is, you know, bittersweet, but we'll be ready to talk about it on Sunday. No pitching um, match this week, which I'm sad. About. No pitching match. We're supposed to do a movie, huh? Uh, yeah, no, the movie didn't come out this week. It's not till next week. Ah, uh, good deal. Good deal. Yeah. So not, yeah, we'll be doing, it's just, it's just the boys in Lovecraft and Avatar this week. Cool. Yeah, we'll we we'll might, probably make uh, a discussion question. We might draft something. Yeah, we might do a draft. Yeah. Yeah, let's draft a let's draft our perfect Quentin Tarantino movie. Ooh! I just came up that on the spot. On the spot. Let's go. Liddy. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Stone. Set in stone drafting our perfect Quentin Tarantino. We're not pitching it. We're just drafting like some of the actors. I mean, you can come up with a story if you want, but like I know, maybe we pitch it. Yeah, we can pitch it. We can pitch it. That's fine. <laughs> we could give them like a little light, a light, a little light pitch. And, but we're mostly drafting our actors. Like we're drafting our actors for the movie that we're pitching. So yeah. Ooh, off the top, what do you think in numbers wise? I'm thinking like eight. Eight actors? Yeah, let's do yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can do nine. <laughs> like, I'm like, and like, no, and look, and look, you can't ha- you got I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with the 
it's you can't afford it, Playboy. You got to do like a an affordable budget. Like you got to get some like Jesse Plemons in there. You can't have all Rob Jackson's. What, what's wrong with having Jesse Plemons in there? <laughs> Nothing. Though, Jesse know? Plemons is great. I'm just talking about you know like some character actors, like our boy from uh Black Klansman, the the uh, the fat dude who's on who's in Richard Jewels. Steve Buscemi. Yeah, see, Bushimi counts as like a, but you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about this off air. But yeah, check out this week's Bros Who Binge. It's going to be lit. We're going to be drafting for our, with which uh, Quentin Tarantino actors that we want to see in a movie. It's going to be tight. It's going to be lit. But uh, you can find me at LinBWT, Father Bros Who Think, at Bros Who Think. Be sure to check out uh, the most recent episode of Anime Talk that dropped. Uh, also, a new episode of Anime Talk will be out on Tuesday. Be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for oh the Kaiju number eight manga review dropped. I'm going to drop another one because the, the other chapter is coming out soon. So that'll be out. And uh, Run It Back will be back next week guaranteed running back will be back next week we're recording it wednesday so next week there'll be a running back the scott pilgrim running back i know we've been teasing it for a long time the scott pilgrim running back will be out next week so be on the lookout for that as well but you can find out all that information and more follow the twitter at bros you think but for schubert for brooklyn for doom my name is Lyndon. you guys be sure to subscribe to the youtube subscribe to the apple podcast spotify wherever you listen to us and have a good weekend if you're in louisiana be safe please if you're evacuating and listen to us on the road drive carefully be safe get to where you got to go if you're not in louisiana have a good weekend be safe too and we'll talk to you next thursday as always until then peace Take your time, I'm just saying You and I could be so amazing Girl, I've seen how you looked at me Baby, stop them games that you playing I've been hoping and praying You could find a reason worth staying Don't know how much sense that I'm making But I wanna be your favorite Hard enough to try and live this life of mine Girl, I know I ask a lot Thankful that you've never given up on me Wanna tell you how much I appreciate it Don't be scared to let me take your guard down Baby, all I want is honesty Promise that I'll never bring no hoes around If you tell me that that body's all for me Chilling all day on the futon Feeling on your body trying to do wrong For way too long Won't be long till I had a Maybach straight Chilling with a roof gone You can hop in on my ride, don't sweat it Long as you show me how good that it is Running all the lights, no clue where we're headed I don't wanna look back on it later and regret it I apologize if I ever acted reckless Don't wanna see you gone So I'ma go ahead and say it I wanna be your favorite I wanna be, I wanna be I gotta be your favorite